Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? Nice Father's Day. Did you too? We enjoyed a lovely evening, uh, not evening, a lovely weekend at the lake. Oh, there was the tubing, there was the jet skiing, there was the boat riding. Did your family get to do any of that? Yeah. Or was that just they what watched you saw? me do it. <laughs> oh, the kids! Look how much fun Dad's having. The jet ski and the kids really enjoyed watching me do that. It was. <laughs> There's Dad having a good time. What about us? Happy Father's Day. See you, kids. Oh boy. No, it was good. Uh, we uh, yeah went down there on uh, on Friday after the uh, the big walk ended. Loaded up the family truckster and uh, headed over to the lake. About two and a half hours away. Nice. You went straight from the end of the walk to the car and headed out of town. Basically, yeah. Wow. Basically. That's what you were saying. I uh, I couldn't complain at all as far as, like, my legs hurting, especially in front of you guys. Because, mm. man, <laughs> if I would have made any complaint about how my dogs are barking, my feet hurt, my ankles hurt, in front of you guys, <laughs> that would have been licensed to punch me right in the throat. I mean, Honestly. I mean, it was awesome that you met up with us and walked. How long did you walk with us? 
According to my pacer, it was 7.1 miles. Which is no wow. small task. I mean. That's almost half. 7.1 miles yeah, on Friday. That is not a Nothing small compared task. to you guys. Nothing. Moon did what? 300 feet? <laughs> <laughs> Moon did 300 feet. I did 7. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you knew it was coming. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I did zero. <laughs> Scott did zero. Yeah. I did seven. More. How much did you guys do? I was like from, right around 15-ish miles, something like that. From... <laughs> <laughs> from from Union Station <laughs> to the, uh, the the Hubbard Building on Olive and Creve Corps, City Place was how long? Fifteen point six miles. Fifteen point six oh, miles. Wow. Crushed, it. crushed, crushed. And how long? Seven hours and two minutes. Yep. Seven hours and two minutes. Moon to the board. To the board. The time guesses. Oh gosh, that's right. I think I nailed it. I said seven hours and two minutes. I think. That was my guess. Y'all, y'all, oh, was that your yeah, guess on, on how long it would take? I didn't write it down. So. I, I think I was. <laughs> I, guess it I, was said, I said six. I think I may have nailed it. <laughs> okay. So the guess from Tony was six hours twenty minutes. Damn close. King Scott says eight hours. Yep. Jeff says six hours and five minutes. Ooh, I nailed it. I said seven hours and thirty-seven minutes. And, Give it to me. And Riz, since this is, everything is about Riz, Riz Give it to me. had seven hours each. Yeah, right. Oh, oh man. God. You got to be kidding me. Uh, now, to explain my... Hang on, guys. I should have laid down hang for on, a little for bit. Me. <laughs> and by the way, you know why I did 300 feet? Because I won. I had the belt. I won. So okay, don't rub we, nothing we in my remember face. remember that. Did I win too? Yeah. You also I won did. too. Yeah. I want to. I my time guess, by the way, was on Eastern time. That's why oh, it was an that's hour. it. It was an hour. That's it. So if I have to do these dances, are you joining me then? No. <laughs> no. But I will no. rub it in his face that he's not joining you. This <laughs> was uh, feel free. This was such a grueling thing that I wanted to be there just in case Tony died. That's true. So that's why I walked. You're great. That's why I walked along with you. Yep. I wanted you, to be there to document the event. You've always said you wanted to call time of death if anything ever happens. <laughs> yes. So it's like a bucket list thing. He's always wanted to do. Comes that. running to the hospital. No, no, I got no, this. I, time yeah. of death. Time of death. I got this. Don't take this from me. I mean, of course, we picked the hottest day of the year too, yeah. by chance. Cool. I, yeah, I thought we time, actually. I think I thought we actually walked to Africa. I wasn't sure. By the time, uh, by the time we hit Olive. It was 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. When we walked past that bank on Olive and it said 103, I looked at, at Video Dude Ben, who was trucking with us a lot, and I looked at him and I went, this has got to be a joke. I'm like, there's no way this is real. Yeah. Well, first off, from what I observed for the, uh, for the two hours and 45 minutes I walked with you guys, basically every other car was honking. And given the high song, the I don't su- care what every we were on. other car. The support was insane. Uh, Moon, I-, I know you weren't there, but it was—I I couldn't even describe. Yeah, I did. I did about a half a mile and was driving uh, up and down with the kids. My my kids were with me, and I know it was about a half a mile because they complained every single from step. side streets <laughs> to main roads. 
Scott, there were people stopped waiting for us. That's so awesome. There were people just coming up with water. There was a gentleman, and man, I, if, if it wasn't for the heat stroke, I would have gotten his name. He carried an umbrella over Patrico oh, yeah. for what? about a mile. Yeah, sure did. Walked wow. with Patrico with, a, with an umbrella. Sir, I didn't get your name, but <laughs> what a mensch. That's good. What a mensch. Yeah, I didn't walk, I didn't walk with you because you and Burton did uh, went on the radio for a bit, and Patrico was ahead of you. And I joined up with Patrico, and it was just him. And I was like, what happened to the guy? Well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you at that <laughs> moment. What happened? We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so I, I met up with you guys on, you were still on Del Mar, about to make the right onto, is it, what street was you, you, you met up with us at exactly Del Mar and 170. Press. Yes. It was Del Mar and 170. You met us literally at that parking lot right there. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you met up with us, and then Make we a walked. Right on price. Yep, we walked up Del Mar and made a ride on was, the price. It was it was a, a surreal thing. I had driven my car to the Hubbard Building, and our promo director Matthew. I said uh, I hopped in the car with him. I said, "Hey, drive me along the route, and I'm going to meet up with them." And just seeing you two guys just walk up the street in your red and your bright red shirts, your bright red Captain Jim shirts, it was surreal to see. Yeah, the whole yeah, thing there was, you are. The whole thing was surreal. Wow. Really there you are. And walking by the funeral. Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot to ask you about the Red Shandy's funeral. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. We saw some what we th- we're, we're pretty sure I'm are some positive. either current or former former baseball players sitting out front mm-hmm. playing around on their phones. Yeah, waiting know. for things to get going. Because the we route were respect- took you- We're very respectful. Well, of course. Obviously. The we route turn- took you up, you know, uh, uh, Olive to Lindell, through Forest Park, right on a skinker, left on a Del Mar. Delmar all the way up to Price, right on Price, left on Olive, mm-hmm. and all the way down. Yep. And you guys had stopped to do a little call-in at the History Museum, mm-hmm. and I think that was really the only place you got chased from. And 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 we found out we didn't really even get chased from. It was there was a field trip that was about to pull up, and they needed that space for the buses. Yeah. So they were big fans. They weren't telling us like you can't be here, get out. They were saying we have literally like thirty seconds away, five school buses pulling. They, up. Yeah, they even offered uh, for us to come yeah, and come use inside, the restroom. Oh, use that's the bathroom, very nice. Get some that's air conditioning. Right. They said grab one piece of art. You can have <laughs> yeah, it. That's it. Just <laughs> one. Whatever you can put under your arms. You can <laughs> the run school out buses with. were coming, which is why they needed Jeff. Right. Five hundred. Uh-huh. Right <laughs> Little guy needs to go. <laughs> oh man! But just the fact that that I mean, literally every other car was honking. You could see people driving by with uh, with their phones in their hands, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to snap a picture. Mm-hmm. People with signs. All the team Riz members oh, at, so the, cool. uh, at the finish line and along the route. There's a couple of people because uh, I would uh, stop in the parking lots ahead and kind of check on everybody and take pictures for for social media. And there was a couple of people that would stop in those same lots. Two or three of which, a couple, two, three, said that they drove from work on their lunch break and they only had about mm-hmm. a minute, but they just wanted to high five, oh, give the, some encouragement, and head out. The amount of people that said the phrase, I just had to come down and say hello, or just had to come down and give you a high five, ridiculous. Yeah. There was a mom and her son who came out from Illinois. Pickneyville, Illinois, wow. which is not close. Met us along uh, Price. Yep. So oh. when I met up with you, Patrico, you were, this was again on Del Mar, Del Mar and 170. You were in a great mood. Mm-hmm. You were feeling good. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, how you feeling? And eh, my feet are starting to be a little sore. Where'd the turn come? As soon as we made that left on Olive. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Because not only that was that was a, a, the stretch of our, our race, our walk, that was A, the longest. 
B, the warmest. Oh, it was the no hottest. And C, not a speck of shade yeah. the entire walk down uh, there. No. I t- and I called that. I said, yep. once you yeah. get to Olive, that's the longest stretch. Yep. Home stretch. But there are no trees. And I think and I think the fact that it was the home stretch played against me. Because in my head, I made that left on Olive and I went, We're here, baby. And then it just never forced yeah, me. When we get yeah. on Olive, I was I, I was updating him a lot. Hey Tony, we only have this much to go. Yeah. Hey, but when we got to a certain point, I think it was five miles, you go, Don't tell me again until it's one mile. Yeah, because I don't want to hear would, it. He would go, he would look back and you know, he'd go Four and a half miles left, and in my brain, I'd go, you got to be effing kidding me with this four yeah. and a half miles. Yeah, because we no got way. on Olive, it was still another couple hours. Right? Yeah. But here's basically, because yeah. we, we made the left on onto Olive from Price, which is right where Sugar Fire is, Sugar Fire Smokehouse. So that's that's Olive and 170. Mm-hmm. And you're basically walking from 170 to 270 yeah. on Olive mm-hmm. over Limburg. And that is a haul. Yeah. That's a haul in a hundred degree heat with about a thousand percent humidity and red lights. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple a uh, couple spots we had to run. Uh, there mm-hmm. was a couple spots where I just said, "And I'm not listening to that orange hand. I am just walking. Mm. You will stop for me or hit me." Yeah, there was a point to where Tony was like, "I would like to say hello to everybody that's here and take pictures, but we're doing it while we're walking." Well, here's where where Moon met up with uh, with Tony, where he was just walking by himself. It was at the Olivet Lanes mm-hmm. bowling alley. Yep, and our engineering department had stopped to set up uh, a little broadcast so we could call in. And Tony said, if I stop, I'm I'm not going to start up again. If I stop, my legs are going to literally shut down. I'm like, I can't, I cannot stop. So that's why Tony walked up ahead and Jeff and I stayed behind mm-hmm. to do a call in with Donnie. And that's when you were really starting to make the turn to, to I don't think Tony was going to make it. Yeah, a lot of arm swinging going on with the walking is what uh-huh. I noticed. To Limping, try to keep that swinging. momentum mm-hmm. going, and yeah, when I was we, doing anything I could. When we crossed over Limburgh, because there was that old stretch of olive where there was no sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. So we kind of had a, on the shoulder. Ooh, it's a little scary. Uh, yeah, but you know, listen, most of the cars driving by were racial listeners, right? Yeah. So Which is cool. really scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of that, by the way, all the guys and and I'm assuming females too in the big box trucks and the 18 wheelers and stuff that would get right next to us and then mm-hmm. honk. Thank you very much yes. for that. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, Patrico's comment about you uh, changing your shorts a few times. Well, if you did, I don't know if you picked this up, Jeff. Uh, while we were walking side by side on the shoulder of Olive, uh, I had you on the left side. Oh, sure, on purpose. yeah. <laughs> Closest to the closest uh, to the road, right? Yeah, well, so that was on purpose, protecting you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Contractually speaking, I have to be in between you would and you, traffic. Uh, you know, would you take a bullet for me? <laughs> would you take a car for me? Sure, uh, yeah, no choice. <laughs> yeah, no choice. Side view mirror of an eighteen wheeler. Yes. I oh would. my god, he killed Jeff. <laughs> Is Riz okay? But once we got to once we got to Lindbergh, I didn't think he was going to make it. Mm. And that was at about the two and a half miles to go mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the outpouring was terrific. Really was. I, I can tell you, as a person who was standing next, walking next to him from step one till the final step, I never in a million years thought he would ever stop. No way. He would have been miserable. He would have rested. He would never have quit, is what I'm saying. There's uh-huh. no Because we discussed things. Oh, yeah, we did. You know, we discussed things like you got uh, plenty of FUs to throw out to people by doing this. 
I'm going to buy you a 13.1 sticker. Look at him. Thanks, man. I appreciate and you're going to put that. it on your car. Yep. You earned it. If you this fi- man earned it. If he could find a 15.6 <laughs> one, that would be great. <laughs> they don't make those. We should get one. I know a guy. I, I definitely, I definitely uh, and, and Jeff for sure can, can attest to this. I don't care if I would have had to crawl. I don't care if I would have had to... I, 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 don't, I would not have quit. There was no stopping me. Were you worried about people uh, giving you crap? Of course. I mean, that was definitely was that, in my mind. Did that play uh, as number one in your mind? Not definitely as number one. Number one was, I'm doing this for me. Okay, that's great. But num- number two probably was, you know, I'm doing this to everybody that said that I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this to tell you, mm, yep, I can. So your Fitbit said you, you burned 12,000 calories. Okay, you also got to think, it's entered in it for my weight. So a yeah. guy my size at, doing that mine. much. I mean, wow. what was mine? Mine was like 1,200 or 1,700 or something like mine that. Mine was, you know, for the 7.1, 635. Yeah, I think it's just... 12,000. Is that possible? I have no oh, idea. How many steps did it... 41,000. Jeez. 41,538 <laughs> oh, steps. Awesome. Or something like that. And that's not including the softball game after, right? <laughs> you played softball after? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I think I the know. question that's, was that's answered. That's what it said. I mean, Hell I didn't know. <laughs> 12,000. I don't even know that, if that's possible. Wow. Do you even have that many calories right. to burn? Right. I was going to say, you were eating them and burning them along the way. And what we barely even ate, too, right? I barely ate anything. It says here, uh, to burn 7,000 calories in a day, a 160-pound man would have to do one hour of high-impact aerobics and a 60-minute basketball game. And a ten mile per hour bicycle bicycle ride every hour. Well, like, you know, you did a little jazzercise along the way, right? That's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> I had another question too. Did they still come in at the normal time? What do you mean? Like in the morning? Here? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We oh got here at, at at four a.m. Three forty-five. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, they took off. Uh, what time, uh, Moon? About seven uh, fifteen. Yeah, I think it was seven twelve or right right around that time. Uh, you yeah. know, going back to the people that met us on the route and brought us, I mean, so many people brought us water and Gatorade and stuff like that. The person who brought us the electrolyte uh, freezer pops, holy Oh, God. yeah, who was that? MVP Ooh. status right there. I, I don't know, but I Those ordered terrific. I ordered a box of them. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you online. guys brought them. No, oh. some guy stopped by that was like a, uh, I guess he worked for like a first aid or a paramedic company or like... Mm. Uh, th- it was crazy, and he goes, "These are absolutely awesome. Try these; you'll you'll thank me." Oh, they were great, yeah, and nice. they're fantastic. I mean, I the, box of two them. grapes and an orange. How about the dude on Price that was driving by just playing Pantera's oh. Walk? <laughs> That's amazing. He, he said he had been planning that for like ten minutes. He was waiting for us and got it queued uh, up and waited for us. As, and as we're walking up Price, all of a sudden from the distance you hear. Cool. I thought I was losing it for a second. Then here comes the car. There was the uh, the gentleman that drove by blaring Dominic the donkey for you. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. That was that it was when that was that was while I was losing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, he was at his worst at that point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I that said some choice not, words for that, that guy. So help. I apologize to that. <laughs> but hey, we myself and Jeff we rocked that. Riz Show The Walk playlist. Oh, yeah. The entire time. And we definitely, that came up and we let it play. Like, we we skipped very few songs. Yeah, maybe two or three. Oh, yeah, there was. From, from, Walking with you guys, I mean, there were some great tunes in there, mm-hmm. and there's, there was definitely some garbage. There's, there, I mean, there's over there's over 650 songs in that playlist, and it's incredible. Well, I guess I'm you can't say like everything now. <laughs> the outpouring was, I mean, to try to describe it to. Uh, our big boss, the general manager, was down there at the at the finish line, you know, waiting waiting for everybody to finish. And he said, "How was it?" And I said, "I can't really even describe 
what the outpouring was along the way. Yeah, you know what's going to tell the story is the video that, that Ben's. Put I don't. Together. I don't think the video could even do it justice. Honestly, yeah, yeah you're probably right. It'll give a good idea, but it'll give a good idea. But still, pictures in the video. Dude, I can't. When I can't we wait crossed, to see it. when we crossed over into the uh, Creevecore City limits, and the cops are waiting. <laughs> I know uh, somebody from the Olivet Police Department called our promo director to see how the boys are doing. Oh, wow! Nice. It's very cool. I also think this. Uh oh. With Olivet, they didn't really know what was going on. Hey. Are the guys doing all right? Hey, by the way, why why are they walking? What's this all about? What's this all about? <laughs> you didn't call us. We did call them. Oh, okay, good. I mean, you called us. We just give a heads up. Yeah. I think they were worried about. Hey, is it some kind of march oh, that we need to be aware of? Oh. Got it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, is it some kind of protest thing that we need to know about? Can't really blame them for having that no, top no, not mind. at all, not at all, <laughs> not at all. Couple they people, were fantastic. A couple of people are asking how much weight I lost during the walk. So before the night before, I started hydrating. Like literally, when I got home from work on Thursday, I started drinking Gatorades and waters, mm-hmm. and so I weighed myself that morning, and I was actually up four pounds. So then we did the walk on Friday. Saturday morning, I stepped on the scale, and I was down seven pounds. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then I started hydrating again, obviously, because I was exhausted and drink, 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 and I ended up putting on three pounds. So in total, I lost four pounds. Wow, so you're down That's to 160 good. now? That's wow, crazy. That is- 160, 161. 161. <laughs> He's actually wearing a pair of my shorts. Excellent. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> What a day, huh? Uh, what a day. Cool and what that did the, you do? Uh, family, uh, the Hubbard family was there at the end. Absolutely. Of the- that was incredible. It was really, they really, really yeah. was incredible. Yeah, was Every nice. radio station I, under the umbrella had a representative there at least. I got a tad emotional. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, man. I definitely did. And you I, two ran across that finish line. Oh, I, yeah. That, I, I by the way, up. that needs to be pointed out because we had this kind I'm of- pointing it out. All right. <laughs> it was like, hey, you want to run the last mile? We talked about that way before we even started. And he's like, ah, let's wait and see. And what, 100 yards from the finish line? He mm-hmm. looks over at me and does a little fist bump and says, let's do this. And he started <laughs> running. I was like, oh, wait, wait. Well, let me catch up to you. Ran across that finish line. Yeah. When down, I did, I, it was downhill. And there was a very nice picture of you two crossing that finish line with the streamers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Going off. You should, you know what? You should put that on canvas. Guess what? I ordered it. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no did you really? Way. Is that going to go up in the new office? Yeah. It's not anything huge. <laughs> or are you going to keep it, it for yourself? No, selfish? no, no. no. <laughs> you know what? Ever since, fire, he ran, <laughs> ever since he walked 15 miles, he's so selfish. Unbelievable. Look. No. Oh, there it is. Let me see. Oh, it's a great picture. Yep. Yeah, it's a good picture. Yep, it's coming. I that is sheer it. jubilation. It really is. How about the Team Riz members that were there from darn near the beginning to the end, yeah. following along, coming along with the awesome signs, and then there at the end. They stood out there in the heat for at least the last hour at the finish line waiting for you guys. As always, Team Riz members there for us. Yeah. Thank you guys for that. Yeah, it was great. What a great event. And what'd you guys do on Friday night? Oh, nothing. Were you okay driving home? Oh, yeah. I was exhausted and didn't feel well. 
but as far as driving went, was okay. Uh, it was also really fun to sit in traffic on 40 <laughs> uh, mm. for about, because of the accident, oh yeah, 47 minutes oh. I sat <laughs> in traffic. You just sat there and tightened yeah. up, didn't you? Because mm. when, we uh, when we were coming back to the, to the station, I, I, you were on the phone with a family member of some sort, and I think you said something like, feeling good, but I may need a little help when I get out of the oh, car. Oh yeah, that was my mom. I said, have dad on standby. And when I pulled up, my dad was standing in the garage, and he goes, you good? I'm like, yeah, Dad, thank you. I got it. <laughs> but yeah, he was waiting for me. I came home to a handmade sign that said, you did it. Congratulations. Oh, that's nice. All that stuff, yeah. It's pretty cool. That's great. You guys should be uh, proud of yourselves. And just think, if you would have really had to have walked home, oh, add, an extra, add an extra 10 miles to that. Man, oh, man, dude. There's no, there's no way. I wouldn't have done it in a day, that's for sure. I would have stopped probably right where we stopped. Add an extra ten miles onto that. Yeah, man. There's mm. there's no way. And and I ca- and I said this to Jeff maybe eighty times during the walk. Imagine if I had to do this a year ago. Yeah. A year ago, or there's no way. If if you guys would have both had to have walked home, you would have split off at some point. Yeah, by yeah, yourself. That's true. You would have split off probably once you got to the county. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what, Jeff? You would have had to walk down. No, he would. He would have gone no, the opposite way of I right away. We would have been yeah. alone right away because you would have basically walked along forty four. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Up we to would, Eureka. We, we would have been alone immediately. Mm. I was bummed about uh, you know not being able to run it and having to stay with Tony and all that stuff. But I think it would have been a ton more miserable if you if you're by yourself. Yeah, for sure. Hey, and you know also what? the the listeners would have had to decide where do I go. Yeah. I go so with the amount of team guy, risk members and amount of uh, ratio listeners out there. You never would have been alone. That's, yeah. that's true. We are never alone. We are and, never. Alone and and truly Team I do and and truly I do want to say <laughs> thank Jeff. you to Jeff for sticking back because that really did help. If I was by myself, it would have been bad, and I would have contemplated cheating. No, I'm kidding. No, you would not. <laughs> but uh, but no, seriously, having Jeff there with me was was fantastic. As long as yeah. we're we're flipping each other's skirt, uh, Lux and uh, Anthony coming out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and scaring oh, we, the living crap out of us. We both thought we were goners there. I know. Right. Would you walk by Lux's house? No, we walked by. It was just we were on Delmar, and and they were hiding behind a house, and they threw a water yes. balloon that exploded right at our feet, and then we both look up, and all we see is this big giant dude with what we <laughs> thought was a gun pointed at us, uh. and Jeff goes, ah. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> and it was a gun. And it was, water it was a gun. water gun, but still. And it was a giant dude. It was, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks to uh, Donnie for helping us out. Yeah, man. And the promo department, Matthew and the, and the staff and engineering over there at Hubbard. And video Ben and Joe, they both put a lot oh, of hours God, on their feet as well. A, a giant team effort. And yeah. thank you to the person who screeched their... Their car to a halt and didn't hit Joe the one oh time he was crossing the street. I mean, it was sketchy, he I called me and said he almost got run over out there. I mean, we're doing something, filming something with Ben. I hear just, and I turn around. Joe's running across the street. Yeah, I missed that there. part. But a great day, huh? Yeah, man. I do want to say again next year. All right. I'm really grateful that Tony volunteered to like do that again, so I can witness the whole thing and be here for it. No. He said pass. never again as never he crossed again. the <laughs> as he crossed the finish Hard line. Pass. That's, that's, not... a, that's a never again. And now here is today's mattress direct Team Riz member of the day. Hey, we got a new Team Riz member to tell you about. His name is David Greenkey. He's from New Haven, Missouri. David's wife got him turned on to the race show, and she told him to listen, but he had another program he was hooked on. That it was that was until he finally listened and has never looked back. And since he is a delivery guy, he only gets bits and pieces of the show, so he's become a full-fledged podcast weirdo. Nice. He was at the Eat Tree with his kids, and that was his first race show event. 
He even tried to get his four-year-old son to handcuff Jeff, but his son said Jeff was a good guy and didn't need to be handcuffed. <laughs> Sounds like a smart kid. <laughs> he says, you guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Happy birthday, Rez. Well, thank you, David. David Grainke from New Haven, Missouri is the Team Riz member of the day. It's that super sweet Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show, at 1057thepoint.com. I was having this conversation with my, uh, with my mother yesterday. Talk about talking about being a modern father. And we talked about this kind of last, last week a little bit, how like my dad would be outside tinkering with the car or my dad was great with, uh, with, uh, with brickwork mm. and just fixing stuff around the house. Yeah. My dad took a walk-in closet and turned it into a bathroom. I could have never done. I could never do that in a million years. Moon, was your dad a handy guy? You know, I think my dad had a lot of skills and he could be a handy guy, but, um, I mean, he he did he did the basics. He would do the basics on his car, but he wasn't a car guy. He would do the basics on like his lawnmower. But he but knew he, he knew guy. the basic stuff. Um, yeah, I think so. He could he could you know he could swing a hammer. He yeah, could for get sure. By. He was an old farm boy, and turned teacher. So he got to the point, and but he's like again, you guys know my parents. They're as simple as it gets. So there wasn't much around my house they, to but, work. But yeah, on. Could, your dad could do it if if need be. Yeah, but I know Patrico's dad could you know build things. And- my dad could build a house tomorrow if we needed him to. Yeah, my dad. Scott, what my, about my dad was a sheet metal worker and he did an addition to the house and did everything except for um, venting for air conditioning and heating. What about your dad? Yeah, my dad absolutely everything. Like Jeff's, he turned every closet into a bathroom. He put buckets in them. Yeah, and it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> what is wrong? I'm like, I, could, about, I could turn but, a closet yeah. into a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I could, I, that I could do. <laughs> <laughs> One pickle bucket done. Me. <laughs> I can't do anything. Nothing. Zero. You know what I got to do? Call for help. Right. <laughs> That's what I could do. Yes, as I said, I'm I'm soft. But mon- I'm a modern dad. Okay. I could do this stuff. Like a new survey found the skills that modern dads need to master. Okay. Let's see. And here are the 10 best ones. And I'm and you know what? My dad See, looking at this, really couldn't do any of this stuff. So, huh? Yeah, sure, he could change oil, but could he cook a meal? Nope. <laughs> couldn't cook a meal, my dad. I'm gonna really? do. I'm gonna do. I can and my dad. Like, I'm gonna do two checklists, and on that one, I can and so can my dad. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. My dad had Both. about five meals he could do, but the, he knocked them all out of the park. That was it, though. Hot dogs. My dad was good at those. Does your dad cook? Yeah, he does. I mean, like you said, probably about four or five meals. When my dad, my dad's favorite thing to do would be pan, and for pancakes, he'd be like, "How many do you want? Oh, I'll take four. And he would just take the amount of batter for four pancakes and, and just make one, one giant, giant pancake. <laughs> Same amount of batter. Here you go, son. Uh, can your dad cook a meal? Oh yeah. All right. All some right. some of my favorite meals are the ones that my dad. Oh, ah, look cooks. at that. Yeah. Set up a Wi-Fi and a Netflix account. Oh, I can. Gosh. John Patrico cannot. No way. My dad actually will ask you not to get that anywhere near his house because it's just something else to break. Okay. <laughs> I could do my dad. No way he could have done that. Yeah, I don't think my dad. My dad could have eventually figured it out, but it oh, would have been not, not mine. a lot of frustration. Build IKEA furniture. I'm going to put both yes there. Yep. <clears throat> yep. I think. But I don't want to be around when my dad runs into a snag. I think he could have. he could have done it. 
set up a video game console. Nope. nope. I'm going to say yes for yep. me, obviously, and no for my dad. Teaching the kids what all the wires going into the TV do. <laughs> These like this stuff modern dads need to master. <laughs> John Patrico? You know, I want to say I'm on the fence about that one. Me too. Because I think he knows that the HDMI goes from there to there, and I think that he knows that the speaker goes from there to there. And uh, I don't necessarily know if there was a problem he could troubleshoot it, but I think if somebody, like, if, if my daughter went, what does that do? He could tell you what it does. So I'm going to say yes. I'm yeah. saying yes. I'm probably giving him way more credit than keeping up. To, keeping up on the latest technology. That's an absolute no. 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 Nope. Being active on social media. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Actually, yes. St. Louis Pawpaw. Yeah. But, he, oh, that's, yeah. That's really what? you. What? <laughs> what? Hold on. What? I thought, what? I thought for sure. I was going to say, he tweeted out a Father's Day message yesterday. Yeah. What? He doesn't know it. <laughs> you know, I would not be surprised if my dad didn't even know what social media was. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know of, it, of its existence. He's got to know what Facebook is. He knows is. what it is. Guys, come I'm, on, man! I'm almost certain that your dad doesn't know what Facebook is. Your dad at least reads almost a newspaper or, or watches nope. a television. Grinder, oh, man! Your dad, <laughs> your dad doesn't read the newspaper. I have or, seen him nope, on Grinder or, or watch TV. Not anymore. No, he doesn't watch the news or any of that kind of stuff anymore. So your dad is just your dad has no idea that Donald Trump is president. Well, yeah, of course he knows the the, the, the basics. Well, doesn't not, watch not, not on Facebook. Hey, you ever heard the newspaper? I know That's he's not still around. No, he said he doesn't it's read the newspaper. You know, it's in the newspaper that Trump. Now is my president. mother does, but he no, he's he's still in his Nat Geo magazines and and uh, and and. Is he off the grid? Geology. Oh, he's got Missouri conservationist, doesn't that? he? Yeah, all, all of that kind of stuff. Is like, your dad off the grid? Great magazine. I think my dad is mentally off the grid. Yes. Wow. Like, <laughs> wow, sure. that is, man. If I could get there. <laughs> I want to be where he is. Well, so we're so we're we're cooking. I'm doing the Omaha steaks yesterday for Father's Day, and and my dad doesn't do heat. He doesn't do pools. He doesn't do water. Doesn't do any of that kind of stuff. Scott can attest to this. Everybody, both sides of the family, outside, my dad inside alone, just sitting, just relaxing. TV's on mute. He's not watching it. He's just sitting, staring at the wall. And a few hours goes by, and he goes, "Do you need me to do anything?" I said, "Dude, I don't I don't have any cheese. I, all I have is this other cheese, and I need it for the burgers." And he goes. Okay, I'll go get some. He leaves and he, he hooks the horse up to the cart. No, he, he he asked me he asked me to give him directions to the nearest to the nearest store. So I had to like take him street by street by street. And I was like, "Don't you have GPS or something?" He goes, "Son, I, I don't have my phone with me." And I was like, "Well, huh. oh, okay." It's a mobile phone. So, so after after a couple hours, he's staring at the wall. He goes, "That paint's dry." <laughs> <laughs> Back to grilling. All right, uh, these off. are um, these are all skills that modern dads need to need to master. Uh, keeping up on fashion trends. <laughs> no, John Patrico. You know what though? I I I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes there because my mom, my mom keeps him. If it was up to my dad, he would wear jeans and a Patrico yeah, shirt every day. That's your dad keeping up on fashion trends. Yeah. So yeah. my dad does not, but my mom's yeah. like, your dad's obviously dressing himself before he comes in here. So he's, he's yes. He's yeah. Got, your dad's still wearing Ed Hardy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got he's got those new uh, uh, the, the new hotness the 2018 Rockports. Yeah, I mean it's 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 very it's. I very saw your dad with a tap out shirt. <laughs> 
I would pass out if my dad wore a tap out shirt. But no, he is. I mean, you. I mean, you know him. He would wear. He would wear jeans and a Patrico shirt, a Patrico masonry shirt, every single day if he could. But my mom comes home with like a collared shirt that's got a lime green stripe on it. Man goes, what the hell is that? She goes, John, it's what everybody's well, wearing. And you know what? I gave him. I just gave him crap for what he wears when he comes in here. A lot of times when he leaves here, he goes to work too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Your dad? Oh, give me a break. My, dad, <laughs> my dad's wearing, well, he wear, he doesn't wear shorts, so he's wearing jeans that are probably as old as I am. He's in those fresh Rockports, same shoes for the past 30, 40-something years. You know, they're all white, and they've got like a, a extra sole on them. And are they the New Balance? The all no, white New Balance? No. Well, oh, yeah, boy. I mean, yeah, he's probably got those too, but like, a, yeah. you know, like the older man version, which is the Rockports. And then what, is, what was he wearing? He always wears a collar, right? Yeah, it's like the... Usually a button down. Yeah, it's like a button. Right, it's a but- couple it, button downs. But he wears those jeans that are really light blue. Yeah, <laughs> they're really they're nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I swear also- the pockets are about a foot long yeah, in the exactly. back. You know. Yeah, and he's also got a he's also got a pocket on his shirt which he has pins in. Yes, always. It's a good you never look. know when you're going to need a pen, guys. And and finally, again, these are the uh, the the skills that modern dads need to master. And I'm kind of I'm picturing John Patrico right now teaching. The kids had to host their own YouTube show. <laughs> now Ralph does do that. Yeah. <laughs> My dad would go, "All right, so you talk into the computer, go, right? Go to the YouTube's. You press record. Go to the, go to the video sites. Where's the Where's the the, the red button that says record? <laughs> no, so I'm just no. All right. Oh God! We're all modern fathers here because I it. think we could we could do pretty much all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Sure, I can't <laughs> change my oil, but all that other stuff I could do. So, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff, some emails. Uh, we got a bunch of congratulatory emails about the walk. Obviously, mm-hmm. a couple of the highlights here. Happy Father's Day to each of you, except for King Scott. Someday, buddy. Uh, congrats to Jeff and uh, Tony on a job well done Friday with your walk of punishment. So cool to watch your progress and check out all the pictures. By the way, Tony, you are looking great. Keep up the dedication. See you all soon. And that's from Louise. Well, I thought one of the coolest elements was the fact that you guys were GPSed yeah. mm-hmm. and that you could be followed along on the route thanks to a big river running company. Yeah, that was, that was pretty badass. Were you following along? Yeah, and I love how... Someone saw this. I didn't even think about it until they pointed out. But that guy, he po- someone made a post about a look like Jeff was inside a house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. It wasn't, you know, no. accurate, you know, down no. to the yeah. feet, to the feet. Yeah, it was, it was accurate. It wasn't okay. in anybody's no, that, house. It was <laughs> <accurate>. <laughs> but I love that. It was accurate. By the way, I have those forks you wanted. <laughs> Next, uh, same thing here from Frank. He said, uh, "Congratulations to uh, congratulations to us." Also, wanted to say thanks to Rizzuto and one hundred five seven the point for making this real or fake punishment so professional. Honestly, it was the highlight of my day. I kept track as much as possible throughout the day. If I wasn't working, I would have been side-by-side side with you guys. Believe it or not, you guys motivated me to want to go out and walk 15 miles, too. Mm. That's well, I, I, I did against that. Maybe wait till it cools down a little bit. Yeah, let's not do that, man. <laughs> in hindsight, maybe maybe doing the walk in June wasn't a great idea. Right. Yeah. That's how the cards fell, man. <laughs> I mean, it really, it really was the only available It's how Friday, the boobies man. bounced. I mean, it really... Wow. 
Uh, also, congratulations to uh, Patrico and Jeff. Uh, this guy was in the army, and you guys are a true inspiration. Great job wow, on the walk. Look at that. Hope cool. you guys don't lose real estate for enlisted. a while. Yeah. He walked uh, right to the recruitment center. No, also, he has a question speaking about social media a few minutes ago. Roseanne tweeting so much and pretty much burying herself. Do you think she would have been as popular back in the day? If Twitter existed, in other words, the first run of her show. Oh, she would have gotten in trouble back then. I agree. I like to think about some of these celebrities that got into trouble back in the day, and if there was social media, their careers would have been way over. Yeah, yeah. She, she uh, that show would have been canceled well before any of its success if there was social media back then. Yeah. So who would have sabotaged themselves well, I, back I think in the about day? Some of these, some of these actors, even back in like the '60s or '70s, they got into all these scandals that were kind of. The movie companies were able to imagine brush it under the, the rug. Imagine, keep it out of the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if social media was around when Marilyn Monroe was doing her thing. Mm, great Having point. an affair with the president, sure. Yeah. Or How much earlier general, would, have, just, would Bill Cosby have been busted, too? Yeah. So yeah, think a, about some of these scandals from back in the day that never really saw the, the light until way later. And I have a feeling Playboy would be long out of business. <laughs> Because their oh, mansion dude. supposedly was nasty. Dude, yeah. R- Rob Lowe would be gone. Like, he would be off the Hollywood spectrum if social media was around back then. I mean, that was on videotape. That, that was got on, out. That was on videotape. It got out. But then again, it, it kind of like yeah, went if away. If you don't know that one, look that one up. Oh, boy. Rob Lowe's a little sex scandal. What about somebody like a Gene Simmons who today is admitting the thousands and thousands of women that he slept with behind his now wife's back? Maybe think about the Rat Pack stuff. Yeah. Mm. Those guys were into some stuff. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Think about social media back then or if TMZ was around back then. Yeah. Who knows what careers would have been ruined because of social media? It's a good question. Yeah, there's one more on the uh, thanks, and Tony and I had a lot of conversation during the walk about the FUs that we wanted to put out to people by finishing this. He wanted to do by finishing this, and uh, to make people walk back comments that they've said in the past, oh, and this is it's a great, great example. Hey, guys, just wanted to give a shout-out to Patrico for finishing the walk. When he, was a, when he was a pansy during the beer mile a couple of years back, I gave him a lot of trouble, but this shows he truly is a changed man. He went and totally redeemed himself. Congrats, man. I hope he discovered he recovered by eating his favorite perforated foods <laughs> and washing them down with Gatorade Zeros. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so that guy so was a much. douchebag. Probably there was a lot of people that were back then, but I deserved it, and I and I and I said I deserved that because that was embarrassing. You didn't do this for anybody else; you did it for you, right? Yep. I did it for me. No, I did it because I wanted to. Well, also it. you had to do it because it was and a punishment. I lost the punishment. It's not like yeah. you chose to do it, but you did it. I lost the punishment, so. But you, you persevered, and, and to be honest with you, and 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 Jeff can attest to this too. I mean, the amount of people that brought us stuff. I mean, first off, Gatorade and and bottled water sales had to go through the roof on Friday in the St. Louis area. Oh, people just standing on the uh, on the side of the road. It was insane. Just you come upon a, a side street, and there's you know a guy standing there with two waters. And yeah. I and I had happened wow. to put out a tweet about so Gatorade put out this Gatorade Zero, which you know like I can't have sugars and stuff, so like Gatorade Zero, Powerade Zero stuff is really what I'm into right now. And I put out a tweet. When I heard about it, like, hey, Gatorade coming out with Gatorade Zero, I absolutely love it. Dude, people were like driving out of their way to get it and then meeting us on the route, which awesome. is insane, insane wow. to me, man. Insane. Next. 
Uh, happy birthday, Riz. Is Donnie doing the charity radiothon this year? If so, when is it? Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and when is it? Uh, eventually. Maybe. It's the third week of eventually. Most I importantly, so. well, well, once we find a date and whatever, most importantly, he would like to know how much it would cost to have me sing Achy Breaky Heart while you and or Moon are playing guitar in the background. What about us and Moon? Me and Moon. Both of you playing and me singing? Dueling guitars. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys are, you two are the musicians in the room mm-hmm. now. I like to call myself a uh, shredder. Oh. <laughs> Speaking Look of- out, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> also, how much is it going to take to get Riz to eat a sampler platter of match meat? Uh, oh, wow. A lot. Probably more than you have. <laughs> Next. Says if it's a ton of money, I want to start saving now. <laughs> Next. <so. laughs> All right, uh, last one here, or this one here is from Christy. She says, I can't thank you all enough for bringing my attention to the fact that Top Golf was hiring. Uh, she went to an interview, and we are now looking at the newest member of the bartending team at Top Golf. Remember impo- me when I come in. Yeah. Jeff's the one who told you. Remember that. Drinks are on you. Remember me. So here's the thing, though. Uh, even more importantly than just being employed now, been out of work and a bit down on herself, and this seems to be an excellent company to work for. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Well, First awesome. round's on her. Okay, thanks. That's right. See you there. Yeah. Guys, cool now we got that? an in over there. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Thank you, Christy. Tiffany. Christy. 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 Yeah. Christy. Yes. Well, remember, I remembered your name. Christy. Yeah, she also talked about when we were talking about line tickets for concerts. Uh, famous bar. She sat in her car when she was 16, a junior in high school, outside a famous bar to get line tickets and told her parents that she was actually at a friend's house. Oh, Tell the me. kids nowadays will never know about that. That's right. That's another thing. They will never know about that. Mm-mm. Well, BuzzFeed had a cool list. I mean, you know what? We should, we should probably chop it up after the break. Struggles that 90s teens endured mm. that the kids nowadays will have no idea about. But I'm glad uh, Christy is it? Christy, yes. Christy got a job. Good job, Christy. Yeah. Don't screw it up. Yeah, don't screw it up. Because if you're there for, what, if she's employed there for 30 days, we get a $100 finder's fee, mm-hmm. right? That's I think right. so. Yeah. <laughs> we get a free round. I thank you all for your emails. So our last uh, emailer, she says she remembered waiting at the famous bar. Yes. Waiting for tickets at the old Ticketmaster when... I, see, I only did that at, at, at maybe once or twice. Yeah, Famous Bar used to be one of those Ticketmaster outlets. Yeah, it was like the Macy's by us. Yeah. Or the uh, the Sam Goody and the Tower Records had Ticketmaster outlets. And people would, would wait in line. Yep, I remember getting little little tickets that had a number on it, and that was your place in line. I remember that stuff. I mean, they'd wait for hours. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember the one time I waited for those Jane's Addiction tickets. <laughs> Jane's Addiction, Hammerstein Ballroom, 1997, maybe? 96, 97, reunion. Waited six or seven hours. Didn't get tickets. Oh, oh no. Man. <laughs> Super pissed. I declared never again. Actually, that's why I got into radio. I was going to say. Tickets. I said never again. I will never miss a show again. <laughs> but kids uh, nowadays will never, ever have to have to deal with that. Never. Yep. I mean, now they just go to Ticketmaster.com. Yeah, I guess their version is hitting refresh. That's it. That's their version. 
waiting till a certain time and then I also I mean not so much waiting in line but I remember when you had to call remember when you had to call to get tickets I don't think I ever did that yeah, I did same here. I never called oh, to get tickets thanks. yep I, I remember and I remember the one time that I did call because you know you'd have to have a credit card I got through and they go alright what's your credit card number and I said hold on and they go sir I need it right now and I go hold on ma'am and they go sorry sir and click hung up oh. and I yeah like, it was cash you gotta be kidding me I had cash I mean, the struggle back then was real. And the kids now will never know. The kids nowadays will never know what it's like to share a computer with your entire family. Mm-hmm. We had the one computer, the one desktop computer. Yeah, with dial-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will never know right. what that dial-up sound is like. Mm. like all right, and everybody it gets, constantly go down. Everybody gets an hour. So, okay, cool. I get two websites. Two web pages. <laughs> or right as the with the dial up, right as the picture is filling the screen, and you see Leah Thompson. Oh, her 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 shoulders are are bare. What's oh, going bare on? Shoulders, and then somebody makes shoulders. a phone no. call. And you're like, ah, you son Who of a picked bitch. up the phone? Who did you just say? Leah Thompson. <laughs> I was going to say of all old. people. Well, that era. If you think about back then, all the right moves. Yeah. Now, you know now my kids like, oh, the internet's slow. That's because everybody's got a device on it. Yeah. Everybody's got a device on the Wi-Fi. Of course it's going to be slow, you brats. <laughs> and that is a direct quote. They will never know or never have to decide whether to take a photo or not because you're running out of pictures in your disposable camera. That's mm. a great point, too. They will never have that weird long gap at the end of a mixtape because you can't find a song short enough to fit in the remaining time space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They will never have your VCR or their VCR destroy their favorite movie. That's never going to happen. Ah, son of a bitch. I am old. I remember the first VCR I ever saw was my next door neighbors, and it was like $1,000. <laughs> oh, man. Or when your car ate your tape, because, I mean, you're not yeah. getting that back. That's now in the it's in the motor. How about they will never? <laughs> yeah. It actually, it actually comes <laughs> out <laughs> the exhaust. How to get there? <laughs> <laughs> they will never have to make small talk. With their friends' parents, whenever the home phone was answered, they will never have to do that because oh. oh. they will call their friends directly on their own cell phones. Yeah. Hello, hey. hey, hey, Mrs. Jones, how are you? Good. How sixth grade? Yeah, you're like, well, I'm 27, yeah. but good. It's fine. Get Kevin. <laughs> Is Kevin there? Kevin on the phone. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin there. Uh, let me see. They oh, you, they will never have their uh, their parents or siblings listen to messages the friends left on the answering machine. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Do they still make Cliff's notes? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Having only Cliff's notes is a way to read abridged versions of uh, school books. I did that. I, I bought those a couple of times. Didn't even read those. <laughs> it's like is there? <laughs> Is there a wrap-up of this Cliff Notes that you can just yeah, tell it's, me? It's Mike's Cliff's Notes. <laughs> Mike sits down and shortens Cliff's Notes. <laughs> Not a I bad idea. I think I may have done a book report on a, on a Cliff's Notes. I think I did, too. I think Catcher in the Rye. Is it called Cliff's Notes? I thought it was Cliff Notes. That's no, what I thought, too, was that it was Cliff Notes, but I think it's, no, it's Cliff, Cliff's. It's actually Cliff's Notes. There's a guy named Cliff who's in an office reading, reading for you. Like Reese's Pieces. It's oh, Cliff's Notes. Holy smokes. You kind of just like... Changed everything Did that just change everything me. for you? <laughs> Thanks, Cliff. I thought it was Cliff. If I would have known that it was Cliff's notes, I would have used them a lot more. I never more. knew the reference, but I just thought it was 
Cliff Notes. No, I did a book report on the Cliff's Notes version of a book. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you did a book report on not not a book report on Catcher in the Rye. You did a book report on the Cliff's Notes version of Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. Okay. I also did book reports on the Choose Your Own Adventure books. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't remember those? I don't. Shocking. If you so, want, to, if you want to go in the cave, turn to uh, page, page forty-eight. Four. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. Man, those were like my favorite books because then all of a sudden you go, if you'd like to, if you'd like to pull out a sword and fight the dragon, go to page eight. If you'd like to run, go to page seven. You're like, oh, page eight for sure. You have died. Page seven. I meant page seven. <laughs> you always put your finger. You always put your finger back. <laughs> yeah, I meant page seven. I don't want to die. So they had to enact a rule in my school because of me that you could not do book reports on. Close you notes. choose your own adventure books. Oh, that's so. Because I'm like, ah, Ms. Ackerson, the, the the book was two pages long. <laughs> By the way, for the thousands and thousands of people out there that are just as mind blown as I am to learn that it's Cliff's Notes, <laughs> the Wikipedia page actually has this: Cliff's Notes, formerly Cliff's Notes, originally Cliff's Notes, just all three different ways, you uh -huh. know, because no space, then with the bus free, and often erroneously Cliff Notes. <laughs> Are a series of student study guides available no, it's primarily. Cliffs. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's Cliff's Notes. Uh, the kids nowadays will never order something through a catalog only to get a letter back saying the item was out of stock. Mm. The letter. How about taking a bite too soon out of a fresh out of the oven bagel bite and burning the inside of your mouth? Oh, Bam. my buddy still has a scar. Do, do oh, the kids do dumb. that now? I don't think so. My buddy still. I don't see why you wouldn't do that. It's still they're still around. Are bagel bites still a big thing? Oh, oh sure, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, okay, I'm gonna. Well, I will tell you this. My buddy, my buddy still has a scar on his lip. It's not from a bagel bite. It was from a pizza roll. He <laughs> took a bite. He pulled the cheese, hit his lip, and as he pulled the cheese off, he went like this, and blood just started coming out. Oh, and I, was, oh, oh, no. I was like, oh, oh my god, gracious, dude! And then I looked, and I was like, that was cheese and skin. That was oh, cheese and, and skin. So good. And he, and he, so and he, good. he permanently has like a little tiny scar on his lip from oh it. Oh my god! Yeah, idiot. That's what happened to Joaquin Phoenix. Does it affect his oh, pizza boy. kissing? Oh boy, that's little fact. not true. A little known fact. Ooh, man, dude. How about have an employee now? Having uh, having an employee not sell your record because it had a parental advisory sticker oh, on yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My brother got my brother got stopped on a Sam Goody for that, or uh, you know, one of those mall. Uh, oh, you want this offspring CD? Yeah. Where's your mom? Yeah, and he had to bring my mom back, and she stops and goes, "Well, what, what does it, what does it say? Why, why does it have this?" My brother had to explain. Sir Mix a lot. How about having to have your finger on the remote whenever you were watching something racy on TV, in case your parents came into the living room? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Having to rush to Blockbuster to drop off your video so they wouldn't charge your parents a late fee. Oh, I remember, like it's a race against the clock. Having yeah, it having really it, having it down to a science where you were like, "All right, we went, we rented it at one p.m. on Sunday. That means we've got until Tuesday at twelve fifty nine to get it back. Let's do this." Oh man, I was walking out of Schnooks yesterday, and there was a an older lady that was trying to return a DVD into a red box. Oof. Oh my gosh, there was three of us before we finally it was figured not, it out. It was not smooth sailing. Yeah, because she stops me. And I've never used it before, so I'm like, well, let's take a look at this. And she she thought you could just walk up to it and slide the thing in and walk away. 
but you got to you know pull up your your profile yeah. or whatever and say uh, you're returning something. It's not just a book return. No, it's not. No. Slide it down the craziest. She she, she she stops Jeff and goes, "Excuse me, friend." <laughs> Not excuse me, young man. Yes. It's excuse, excuse me, me person who's my age. Or even going to the Blockbuster and going, hey, let me, can you pull out what's in the return bin? Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to do that yeah. so many times. So Because they, they used to stack them yeah. on the side. So you would go and you'd be like, all right, let's go get myself barbed wire because I'd love to see Pam Anderson naked. And I'd go, and, oh, not there. And I'd go, I'm going to go look in the returns. And you walk around the side. Hell yeah, got it. Yeah, Steve, the lazy employee, should have already put those away, but it's cool yeah. he didn't. How about having to keep your uh, all your friends or family's phone numbers on an enormous list? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was had, either that or memorizing them. We had a full, uh, like an office uh, Rolodex, like a real like roller thing. On the kitchen counter. Oh, we had one we had of those. A phone book. We had one of those metal things that had the had the letters on the side. Oh yeah, and yeah, you went like this, and if you pressed <laughs> yeah. the C, it would pop open to the. C. Oh, we didn't Remember have that. that we one? just had a regular impressive. phone book. Yeah. My parents still have one, and to tell you the truth, I think we, I think I have one too because of that habit. My my mom and dad have theirs. It's sitting on their kitchen counter, and they use it almost every day. Well, I use it for addresses. Yeah, it's got addresses. It's got phone numbers. My mom and dad are ridiculous. They have a binder in their in their computer room that you open it up, and it's got every password that they've ever created for everything. And it oh, is it where is, is that? It is obnoxious. Oh yeah, go check out my dad's eBay. You're gonna be really you know excited <laughs> about that. Uh, but but honestly, like I, I open this thing up, and there is just thousands of passwords, and it's just like randomly written down on a piece of paper. I'm like, how is this organized at all? Well, my mom would be the keeper of the phone book. And I always, I always found it odd when somebody died, she'd just cross out the name. Oh, man. I always found it so morbid. <laughs> oh, Uncle Tommy died. Yeah, okay. Deceased. She did one line. Okay, guess not calling them anymore. And uh, how about having to listen to the same five or six CDs because you forgot to change the albums in the CD changer? Mm-hmm. Which was in the trunk. Yep. And you're already that on the road, the so you're like, ah, damn it, anyway. That was the absolute worst. I had that in my first car, a sweet 97 Sable. I had the six CD changer in the back and two 15s in the back. So it was funny because this, the changer was in the back and the trunk rattled so much that the CDs would skip because of the bass that I was trying to. So it was ridiculous. It was, it was like a vicious the, cycle. Is it, what was it was the worst double up sword <laughs> yeah. ever. So I'd go, I'd, I'd pu- there was at one point where I would like pull over on like 170, go into school and put in a different CD. And as you're driving, the, somebody in the back seat, turn it up. I'm like, I can't. Skip, and that's how it was the whole way. That's pretty cool, though. You had a CD player in your first car. Oh yeah, man, I sure did. Leather seats, sunroof. What's Damn, up? Damn, dude, it was awesome. Spoiled. Found a country yeah. over here. No, nah, no, it was it was a '97, and this was in 2002. So mm. I mean, it had some. And it was stolen. It had too, some right? serious miles on it too. I mean, it was. <laughs> I drove that thing. I got you from legit, here to there. Legit fell our, apart. Our oh, I first cars were made before CDs were invented. Uh yeah, I had a tape deck. Yeah, I had a you tape have a tape deck. deck in that stable? I did. <laughs> it didn't work. I did because we because I remember we would the one tape that I put in there and then it got stuck. Yeah. And it worked, but it didn't come out. Was Johnny Mathis Christmas? It's <laughs> <laughs> the power of Johnny Mathis. I swear, yeah, to God, I don't the, know why. I was rocking an '86 Skyhawk, and when CDs came along, I had, we had the uh, the CD Walkman thing with the tape. The, play, well, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. tape that went in there. Yeah. No, no, no. We didn't have the tape because my tape 
uh, player ate another tape, and that was long, that was it. it was long gone. So Animals. we had, well, I think they were called rabbits, and they were like a little FM antennas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh man, those were disastrously bad. Garbage. Plus, you had to hold the thing. The passenger had to hold the CD player right side up in a hand and kind of let your hand float, almost like a shock yeah. absorber. How about when you had one of those things? I had one of those too, the FM tuners. How about when you had one and the car at the stoplight next to you had yeah. one? You're like, why are there four oh, songs playing? I have no doubt CD. Where's that coming from? No, if a, if a tape got stuck in the tape deck, I used to be able to take a screwdriver and kind of pry it up, mm-hmm. kind of get it out. But there was no doubt the tape was done and eaten. Yeah. That's a bad feeling. Once you're listening, oh, when to you something, see the tape and it's crinkled, oh, once you're listening uh, to something, uh, oh man, I was at the same spot too, and the tapes were never the same. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back with the uh, with the crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Hey, it's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Incredibles 2, thought it was going to be big, opened huge with a weekend take of $180 million. Oh, my gosh. My kids saw it. They liked it. My wife obviously went with them. She was like, ah, it's all right. Biggest opening ever for an animated film. Well, everybody's talking about the short that was before the movie. You know the Pixar movie? The Pixar movies, they usually show a short. Mm-hmm. A short yeah, I, didn't even, I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, yeah, look it up. It's called Bao. B-A-O. It's about like a Chinese dumpling. Hmm. It's supposed to uh, tug on the heartstrings. Well, it's guess to be terrific. Guess what animated film that it beat out for biggest opening ever? Coco. No. Finding Nemo 2. Finding Dory. No, yeah, that was what it was called. Previous Whoops. record holder, 135. <laughs> and then that uh, comedy tag, that opened in third place, 14.6 million. Remake of Superfly and the Gotti movies, Gotti. not so much. Boy, they're saying that Gotti movie, I mean, they say it's the worst mob movie ever made. $1.6 million. Oh, They called it... The $9.99 all you can eat all you can eat buffet version of Goodfellas. Just dumbed it down. And, Just oh man. And I, if I awful. saw the right uh, number, I believe it was about a ten million dollar budget on that thing, which doesn't seem. I almost want to see it just to see how bad it is. Just to see how bad it yeah. is, yeah. But look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's zero percent critics. Zero. Zero percent critics. But what's the audience score? We're talking the Gotti movie. I mean, it's so bad it doesn't even show up. I got to search for it. Oh my god! Wow. Gotti with Travolta is zero percent. Seventy nine audience. Seventy nine percent audience. Same. Hmm. Uh, everybody was saying, including us, saying, "Ah, the Ocean's Eight movie. How is that going to do? That sort of thing." Uh, week two, it's up to seventy nine point two million dollars, which means it's officially making money. Because from what I read, the budget on that was seventy million dollars. So. $9.2 million gravy at this point. Real quick, here's here's a review on Gotti. You might think this sounds hilariously bad. It must be so bad that it's kind of good, right? Wrong. Gotti is not remotely fun. <laughs> <laughs> even, even ironically. Uh, the career of uh, talk show host Chris Hardwick. Very much in jeopardy right now. Ex-girlfriend Chloe Dykstra wrote a blog post accusing him of sexual and emotional abuse. Here's the, and here's the thing about, and I know you're going to go into it a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead. She never even mentions his name Correct. in the blog post. 
Secondly, I guess no due process whatsoever. Like just somebody throws an accusation out there and that's it. And all of a sudden everybody starts pulling that away. Is, that is it. How yeah. many times have I said like I, I, I am still and again, we haven't heard a definitive answer on people like Jeremy Piven and some other names that have been accused of things. But immediately but, if you are accused, you are almost with that stuff, guilty with until the proven Jeremy innocent. Piven stuff. With the Jeremy Piven stuff, and I may be wrong here. Uh, I, I read most of what she wrote. Mm-hmm. With the Jeremy Piven stuff, there was like sexual abuse allegations, weren't there? Like improper touching. Uh, I believe so, yeah. But he he immediately with, was like, no. Nope. With this, it's just being a bad boyfriend, from what it seems like. Well, there was, yeah, and there was, I mean, it's to me, it's a little worse than that. Okay, uh, God. Well, you tell me. She says that uh, sex was expected. She was supposed to be available to him whenever he was in the mood. He cut her off from all of her friends, got to the point where she was anorexic and tearing her hair out. She says she finally gathered up the courage and all of her self-esteem and everything to leave the guy. He begs her to stay. This, this, that, so okay, far, this okay. just seems like being a douchebag boyfriend. Yeah, like I haven't, I haven't really heard of anything like as far as an abuse yet. I mean, mentally, maybe and verbally, mentally? yeah. I okay. Mean, yeah, I would say absolutely. If you're. Pretty much. Well, what about the fact that she was quote forced to have sex with him and be available, be available for him whenever? You you could essentially say to a girlfriend, "Hey, when I want it, I want it, and we're gonna have sex," and she can go, "No, I'm out," and leave it. Okay. I mean, I mean, am I wrong? Maybe. There's uh, there's the mentally battered syndrome. No, I I, I understand. There, oh, yeah, there's I the that keep too. going back to somebody even though they didn't physically do anything to you. But that's the emotional she's, abuse she's, that she's talking she, about. She said that she rolled out and he begged her to stay. Right. So it's not like he was like, you will not go anywhere. I mean, it was. Well, you don't know that. Uh, so she threw these allegations out there without a name, and he's looks like he's done for. Yeah, it looks like all of the years and their ages and everything match up, and that's why everybody's pretty much. You know, assuming that it's him. At the end of the piece, she does suggest that uh, uh, her ex not try to sue her. You know why? Because she says she has audio and video to back up her story. No word on any other legal action, anything like that. Of course, he is denying everything. Quote, I'm devastated to read that she's now accusing me of conduct that did not occur. From what this seems like, surface and there may be more and he may be just a douchebag. Sounds like it. Sounds like a, a just an a hole boyfriend. Right. Yeah, not a great person. I mean, when it comes to but if this is true, is that enough to without any due process whatsoever? Like, so he he lost it. He may lose his show. He AMC has pulled his show, talking with Chris Hardwick at least for now. Quote unquote, they're assessing the situation. He's the host of that show, The Wall. Hmm. Uh, he Talking was, Dead. He was removed from. He, he uh, started the Nerdist. Yeah. I think they took him off. All mention on their website. Yep. Um, Said that they also, uh, that he has had no, quote, operational involvement in the past three years or so because he sold it off to them. So everybody that has pulled away from him says, says that they're pulling away for now until they see exactly what's going on. But you're right. It was a pretty uh, itchy trigger finger there for, for yeah. sure. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know what went down with everybody and their dad yesterday, but man, things are just happening in the Tommy Lee household. Uh, Tommy Lee posted an old picture of himself and his dad. Very emotional, you know, old picture with the two of them for Father's Day. But the caption, he mostly talked about how awful his own two sons are. Nice. <laughs> he, ad- he admitted that he wasn't always the best dad. But he complained about how they're spoiled and don't know the value of things. And, of course, he, not, he didn't blame himself. He blamed their mom, Pamela Anderson. 
He says, quote, I love my boys, but they can be a-holes, too. <laughs> and that's the truth. John? John Patrick? Oh. And it didn't take long for Brandon to reply. If you remember not too long ago, the two of them supposedly got oh, into a let's, fight. Yeah. Let's be honest. All kids could be a-holes. Sure. But you don't have to air it on social media for millions of people to see. I don't get that. I just don't get that. But anyway, so Brandon replies with, remember what happened last time you said this stuff? You got to show up to be a dad, big guy. I'm twice the man you'll ever be. Just move on. We all have. You've done enough already. Then he posted a video of his dad, night, night, sleep on his back, arms and legs out, and supposedly was right after Brandon punched him back in March. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Knocked him out. So if you want to see that, it's up on the blog. And, and the caption is, look a little sleepy there, Tommy. Ooh. Not even and dad. And when he says big guy. Tommy. And when he says big guy, we know what he means. Oh, we certainly <laughs> do. My, he was out cold. His penis was wide away. I just don't know why. You got to air that. You don't have to put everything on social media. Don't get it. Just because we're hanging out, Jeff, doesn't mean we have to let everybody know. That's true. That's a great point. Just because we hit up Dave and Buster's a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Doesn't mean we need to let everybody know that, Jeff. You're really good at that motorcycle game uh, where you lean and you I, try to. I, well, <laughs> I would have loved to see that guy. <laughs> He's holding on to my. Yeah, both of you guys on one behind bike. Behind me, on one bike. All the details, uh. by the way. <clears throat> pardon me. All the details, by the way, from the March March altercation where he, where his, the son knocked him out was over a tweet. It was over Tommy's tweeting. Yes, unbelievable. About the mom. Yeah, about Pam so. Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so back to the Roseanne thing. Never in a million years did I believe would I believe that this Roseanne spinoff thing was going to happen without Roseanne Barr. But it looks like it's actually going to happen, or at least there's another step here. Because one of the things was, hey, is Roseanne going to get paid at all for this? And according to the Hollywood Reporter, Roseanne has verbally agreed to give up any monetary rights to a new series and walk away from the situation. Verbally. Verbally, and we are talking about Roseanne Barr here, but well, she wrote it on the back of a napkin. So right, mm-hmm. it's uh, right here on the napkin. And she may receive like a one-time payout kind of thing, but uh, hey, supposedly that's her, one of the roadblocks. If I were her, sure, I'll sign off on it because it's going to fail. Right, I guarantee. I'm guaranteeing it. It's going to last maybe a couple episodes until people just. It's going to good good ratings at first because everybody's going to check curiosity. Yeah, yeah, and then it's going to tail off. And again, and it's going to be nothing. And again, it's supposedly Sarah Gilbert's character, uh, Darlene, will be the center the of the whole worst character thing. on the show. Uh, Nick, get out of here. <laughs> Becky is the worst. I'm more interested in Becky than Darlene. No way, because Becky, first off, Becky is the worst as far as character is concerned, and she's the worst actress ever. If it was Jackie, okay. I want to know about Jackie. Which was Becky? Becky's the blonde. The blonde. The, the one that was two replaced? Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. Becky one, Becky two. Yeah, so and this is Becky, Becky one, one that is back. And Becky two had a brief appearance in the first season as well. I think they should follow DJ as his, his rise through the ranks at Applebee's. I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> that's real life Michael. Oh, Fishman. that's a reality <laughs> show. So. <laughs> DJ he's DJ ma- in the show is a decorated war manager. hero. <laughs> DJ in the show is a decorated war hero. Stop it. But in real life he's assistant manager. Oh boy. It was his idea to do all Daddy. you can drink Long Islands on Wednesdays. Uh, all you people that are having your Harry Potter fan festivals, you better take note because Warner Brothers is cracking down on those local festivals around the U.S. saying it is now necessary to stop the unauthorized commercial activity. You are making money on Harry Potter when you should not be. Fans obviously upset. 
festival directors say that's going to change the events into a generic celebrations of magic. <laughs> it's a 21-year-old uh, junior in college named Sarah Jo so Tucker. Wait, this is not a Harry Potter festival. It's a festival of, a, of kids who wear glasses that have magic wands that like magic. Totally different. Totally different. Completely <laughs> different thing. This is, this is the gathering of magic wands. <laughs> it's not Harry Potter. It's Larry Potter. <laughs> That's a good Larry one. Potter, the famous musician, uh, the famous magician from uh, Festus. I mean, t- you feel bad though for people like this. This festival here that last year drew forty-five thousand fans, and this year it's going to be called Wands and Wizards as oh, opposed to anything with Harry nobody Potter. Nobody wants to go there. So. I mean, yeah. I, get, I get it though. Yeah, I, mean, I do too. If, yeah. if well, you create something, intellectual yeah, property. If you create something and people are going to start benefiting off of it, you're going to go, hey, wait a minute, time out. Here's the cool thing though: J.K. Rowling, the author who came from poverty. It is now a multi-gazillionaire, I believe, as of today. Mm-hmm. One gazillion dollar, two gazillion dollars. That all the fans got together on social media and reached out to her and said, "Hey, man, help out with this. Help out with this." Uh, there's no comment from her. <laughs> she her went. Property. She went. Hmm. And hmm. that was it. Why should somebody else profit off what she did? I'm down, man. Seriously, I understand what you're saying. All right. Almost 4,000 episodes, 26 seasons. What, for 27 years, 26 seasons, all those episodes, what show is going away? I know, I know the answer. I know the answer, too. So, And I, I can't, can't I, I didn't even realize it was still on. I'm the same here. I'm the same exact way. Do you know, Moon? I know. How, how many seasons? Forcibly pointed 26 you, seasons and almost 4,000 episodes. <laughs> when I saw this today, that it got canceled, I went... I can't believe this show has been on for the past 10 years. Yeah. Okay, so let me... It was one of those, you go, oh, man. 26. Wow, that was still on? This was a show you would watch when you were sick. Okay, so... This, this... Is, a show you, this is a show that actually spun off into a movie. And there was a movie. Yep. And this was a show that you could watch when you were sick, but you could also watch it when you stayed up late. The Fall Guy. You got Why it. Do Congratulations. We you it is 27 is it, years is later, it, is The is Fall Guy soap? is finally... No. So well, it's a reality so soap what? opera, yeah. I don't have a clue, dudes. That not only was there a show, but a part of that show got their own spinoff. A guy who used to work on the show got his own show. Oh my gosh, Jerry Springer? Yeah. That's not going that's not they They lost their they, distribution deal what? with NBC, so yeah. And, oh, is and then the, is CW Steve, picked it up for a little while and got the repeats and that sort of thing. Is so. Steve Wilco's show still going? Is his show? I think so, yeah. Wow. And what what movie are you talking about? Ringmaster. Was that what it's called? Ringmaster? With, With Jamie, Jamie Presley. Presley. Wow. Yep. By the way, The Fall Guy only ran for five seasons. <laughs> it's so good. It's still running, Riz, right here. It, it's going to be the answer heart. to a trivia question one of these days, and I'm going to be there. Did oh. you know? Do you know what the? Do you, I, I remember watching the Fall Guy when I was a kid. <laughs> do you even know what it's about? The Fall Guy? Yeah. What is it about? I don't know, but in the, 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 the oh, uh, I know. The intro is great. He's jumping out of a helicopter. Or Wasn't he a stunt a guy? Yeah. That's all I really remember. Is he stunt starring? Um, it's a uh, what's his face? Uh, Lee Majors. Fam- Lee Majors. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. say famous guy. Lee Majors. As a Hollywood stunt performer who moonlights as a bounty hunter. You got Thank it. Thank you for talking about the Fall Guy. I appreciate that. I've been trying to help that out for. For those who don't know the reference, I'm just... Yeah. It ran from 1981 to 1986. Now, later on in the show today, when he says the fall guy again, now you know what he's talking about. Uh, And finally, turns out Beyonce and Jay-Z weren't done telling us everything that uh, we could possibly know about their relationship, because on Saturday, they released a surprise new... Well, I'm going to call it a joint album. 
on title called Everything Is Love. They even credited themselves as the Carters. And they have a uh, video for their first song. It's called Ape-ish. And you can see it on the blog. And it was actually uh, filmed in Paris at the Louvre. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is they they went there and they did this video. And there's a gazillion extras in it. And nobody knew about it. Like they kept it secret. Somehow, some way. So here's that uh, a little bit of that lead single. Yeah. Just listen the to the first guy. thing I thought too was uh, 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 listen uh. to the guy in the background. He goes scoo 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 in the second part here. It's funny you say that. When I was putting this in, I was like, yeah, this would be the only time I listen to this. Unfortunately, well, from what I hear, from what I hear. It's probably the most important thing that's ever been put out. All right. I apologize for... <laughs> From Go. what I'm reading online, uh, on, it is the most important thing. Fire. On TV tonight, NBC has American Ninja Warrior Don Cheadle guests on uh, Running Wild with Bear Grylls on NBC, and ABC's got The Bachelorette. Uh, uh, by the way, before we get to birthdays, Riz, might I say that ever since I moved in with my parents, I got myself some new roomies. This guy right here is a fan of, of uh, American Ninja Warrior. It's a great show. Oh, I never, never was a fan. Never really watched love it before. Nope. And oh, now I'm watching it and I'm the like. kids, my kids love it. That's, my daughter's the same way. And it's so funny. Like, she could give a crap when the dudes are running it. But when a, a female gets up there, she's like, she, she looks back. She goes, she got to make it. She got, oh, you, she didn't yeah. make it. You know what my favorite things to do is, you know how they do mini profiles on some. Yeah. And then yeah. long profiles on the other. I'm like, oh, a long profile. They're obviously going to make it. Yeah, and then, then they don't. Second one, like, uh-huh. uh uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That, that just like the old American Ninja Warrior, uh, when you watch it, it's awesome for a while, and no, then you're I, like, I think it's great. Well, how? But, but nothing ever changes. You can just watch the same one over and over. It's the same thing. It's like rerun it's every time it airs. Yeah, but I get I get kind of invested in the characters. Yeah. I'm like, why is this guy dressed like a velociraptor? Huh, he's going to be terrible. They don't do those he anymore. Yes, they do. There's <laughs> I somebody be dressed the guy up like, that's like a moose. outside there making all them damn shirts for everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Happy birthday yesterday, by the way, to Mama Moon. Oh, yeah, happy, birthday. happy birthday. Hey, birthday hey, yesterday. hey and my daughter. Hey, my daughter. Happy hey, birthday yesterday, too. Uh, crabby birthdays, Antonio Gates from the, uh, well, will he be a San Diego Charger? We don't know. He is 37. Blake Shelton, 42. Ray LaMontagne is 44. Isabella Rossellini is 66. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He was the lead singer of Wings. He had a track with Kanye West, and he was in some band called The Beatles. Uh, Paul McCartney, 76 years young today. The Beatles. Today's porno mm. birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Dominique Simone. Today's birthday girls handle more rods than every professional fisherman in the Bassmasters Classic in 319 fine films, including Adventures of Breastman, Anal Magic, oh, an- <laughs> Analyze These, <laughs> Male Boobies, Edward Penis Hands, oh, Three Men and a Hooker, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Before They Were Porn Stars, They Were Just Sluts. Dominique Simone, 47 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Your emails, Riz show, 1057thepoint.com. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. 
Boy, this is horrible. The owner of Gus Gus Fun Bus was run down by a truck during a robbery on Saturday near Kinder Plaza. I don't know if you've met him before. Oh, yeah. A couple times. You may have seen him on uh, social media. You see his T-shirts all over the St. Louis area. I saw one on social this morning, as a matter of fact. Mike Arnold is his name. And uh, St. Louis police say the two people, including Mike, were hit around noon on Saturday during an attempted robbery. Less than a block away from the uh, taste of uh, taste of downtown St. Louis, the food event down there at Keener Plaza. And Mike may have been down there carting people around on his fun bus. But apparently he witnessed the robbery and was trying to grab photos of the robbers, and he was targeted. And his daughter says he's pretty messed up. Broken elbow, injured ankle, cuts, lacerations, had to get his head stapled. Now, on Saturday, doctors told family members that he's going to be all right. Yesterday, he took a turn. And family says that he coded, lost his pulse, stopped breathing. They had to do CPR on him for 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. And because of the loss of oxygen to his brain, he's now in ICU and on a ventilator. Nice. And as far as the robbery goes, from, from what I read, what I read last night, two people are in custody. But they're not really given much detail uh, as to what happened. But just another postcard for for people who live out in the county or people who aren't from St. Louis to not come downtown. Right, yeah. Let's just make sure everybody knows. Make sure everybody knows. Not to come down here. Mm Mm-hmm. Unless it's for a Blues game or a Cardinal game, no reason to come downtown. And when you come down for those, hold your breath the whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Just sucks, man. And I like couldn't happen to a nicer dude. Like he's just a genuinely nice dude. You know, you read that. I read that last night. Oh man, your heart kind of stops. You go, what? Just a nice guy, just and and an advocate for the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An advocate for this area. But just another example of why not to come downtown. Got it. Let's not to say, not to say that there's there's not crime everywhere, but some of this violent stuff that just seems to happen down here all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owners of uh, Alien Armory Tactical say four people tried to steal guns from their store Saturday morning. Surveillance video shows the suspects breaking into the storefront glass about a quarter to seven. And the robbers were uh, slowed down by a tripwire and left without taking anything. The owners suspect that alarms scared the robbers away. Hmm. And they say all the guns are secured at night. And this is on uh, this is in St. Charles, West Clay Street near 70 and Zumble Road, right by Big St. Charles Motorsports. Right, like oh right down the road. Mm-hmm. That's Alien Armory Tactical. Anyone with info is asked to call the St. Charles County Police Department. Bad accident yesterday in Chesterfield. And according to the Missouri State Highway Patrol, a FedEx tractor trailer stopped in the right lane because of a problem just before noon yesterday, westbound on 40. The driver of a Dodge Journey, a woman named Irma Cologne from St. Charles, rear-ended the semi while on the Boone Bridge. She died. And the pictures are horrific. Uh, It's bad. I mean, it's really bad. It was probably, I mean, it looks like it was just not paying attention or, I I don't know. I don't want to. You know, assume it's hard to speculate. 
but the accident closed off three lanes on the highway for about six hours. St. Louis County Police have issued an endangered person advisory for a missing missing autistic 19-year-old woman. Her name is Lauren Curtis. She was reported missing after leaving her house in the 400 block of Summit Place Drive between late Friday evening and early Saturday morning. And she's been diagnosed with autism, suffers from multiple mental health issues. She doesn't have an ID. She doesn't have a cell phone on her. She's five foot four, weighs 110 pounds, brown hair, green eyes. She has her head shaved on the left side, and police don't know what kind of clothing she was last seen wearing. But if you have any info, please call the county police. The Baldwin Police Department warning people to stay alert after a bear was spotted last night. Bear was spotted around 8.30 in the 700 block of Oak Run Lane. And witnesses say the bear was last seen running between Castle Pine Subdivision and Oak Run Lane. And people in the southern area of Baldwin are urged to bring, like, bring in your trash and keep your pets inside. Now, the police department says the Department of Conservation, they have been contacted. But if anybody else spots this bear, call the Baldwin Police Department. You see the video of that thing? Terrifying. Scary. I mean, it's terrifying. There's bears in St. Louis. Yeah. Anybody want to go for a hike? Nope. Bring a machete or something. Yeah, Jeff, I'm, I'm, I was just going to ask you. I don't I mean, know, like, man. What, what do you do? I mean, <laughs> well, I know you run like hell, or yeah. at least that's what you would think to do. Climb a tree, right? They can't climb trees, right? No, it depends <laughs> on the bear. What are you supposed to do? Depends on the bear. Um, You're not supposed to play dead, are you? If that's your last... If, you're, if, if a grizzly is upon you and they got you, that's where you go to the dead, the dead thing, I think. When are you supposed to curse at it? Rough talk. <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> no! Get! You get! You get! Don't do that! Uh, the, amount of, the amount of nightmares I've had of seeing a bear or a lion or something like that is ridiculous. The last thing you want to do is run. Unless you're certain that you're on a bike that's going to outrun this thing. You're supposed to like slowly back away, but make yourself pretty big. Yell at the thing. Try to get it to, to, to get out what of What if there. it does this? And, and now, uh, then you hear this, and that's me passing out yeah. and becoming bear lunch. Hmm. Well, if you're gonna hike and you're- oh, how about that? Oh, wow. If you're concerned enough, then just have some uh, something with you. I don't know, a knife or bear spray or. Whatever. I read somewhere that their periods attract bears. Oh, the bears can smell the menstruation. Oh, boy. Yikes! I don't <laughs> believe that is the truth. Maybe, maybe I not. I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> what if they could smell when I soil myself after I see one or hear that? No, what did they say? What are you supposed to do when you're attacked oh, by a bear? So one, one of my friends. I think I think crying is a good mm-hmm. defense. My friend Heather just sent this. She you're, says, Wait, your tears act like a shield? <laughs> she says, if it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. And if it's white, good night. Yeah. I don't know if that's like legit, but if it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, good night. If it's white, somehow I've been dropped yeah. off in the Arctic. <laughs> or the zoo. And how did I get here? Climb back over the fence at the zoo <laughs> if it's white. The number one rule, no matter what, is do not run. Because you can't outrun a bear. And Jeff will running. be dead already. Yep. <laughs> yeah, running is basically just saying, oh, you are food. Yeah. You're, yeah, the bear probably is thinking, you're running for a reason. You must be delicious. Yeah, and can't Which, by back. the way, I am. You try to get out of there 
slowly. Climb a tree if available. Yes, bears can climb trees. You're still in a better spot. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. You just keep going down this path. It's all good. Hey, there's a picture uh, taken from around the area here. It's going viral on Facebook. And you may have seen it. It's a picture of a, of a driver slumped over a steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And this is from the 44 on-ramp at Arsenal. Nice. Now, a truck driver named Chris Connor says he was coming up to the entrance to 44 when he saw the stopped car completely blocking the ramp. And this was around uh, lunchtime on Friday. He sees the dude slumped over the wheel, gets out of his truck, sees the guy turning blue and a needle in his lap. Great. So he's overdosing. Chris calls his sister, who's a paramedic, and she walks him through what to do, rubbing the sternum, you know, the chest rub, stuff like that. So now St. Louis Fire and Paramedics show up. They administer the Narcan. That's the shot that reverses the effects of an opioid overdose. The driver wakes up, able to hold a normal conversation, and allowed to leave. No cops, nothing. Goodbye. Anybody see a problem with that? Yeah. Yeah. If you almost died, you probably shouldn't be able to drive. Not just that, but well, and you probably have other drugs in the car. You just overdosed. You overdosed, and your car was blocking an on-ramp. I would think there's something illegal there. Jeez. Are you good? You good? Okay, man. Drive safe. Have a good day. Crazy, huh? All right. (sighs) See you when I see you. I wonder, like, legally, could they have stopped him, though? Like, without the police being there. How about calling the police? Well, maybe they did. Maybe they weren't there yet. I'll explain. Okay. So this Chris guy says that the driver was passed out, slumped over the wheel. His foot was on the accelerator. His tire happened to be caught on something. Jeez. So a captain with the St. Louis Fire Department said once the driver is deemed alert and fully conscious... He or she can refuse to be taken to the hospital, and paramedics cannot force them to go. Fire and EMS encourage the person to seek out help that to seek out the help that he or she may need to overcome the addiction. And police are not routinely dispatched to overdose unless unless they they need to be. I would think this would be an example Wait, of them needing to be. Yeah, can, can you give me one where it's worse than this? For example, if the person or the situation could be a violent one, they could be in a violent accident. I would think that a person passed out behind the wheel is cause for the police to be called. But, And this is a quote from the captain. Quote, we show up on your worst day. So, hey, got there is no concern to us. We're there to save a life. And that's what we do. Somebody in the chat room who I believe is a, a member of law enforcement says, by law, we can't do anything because of the Good Samaritan law. What, what does that have anything to do with this? We're saying what we're saying is that the guy that was administered the shot or administered the shot. The of guy Narcan, overdosed. The guy who overdosed should have been at least stopped, questioned, searched by the police. Not allowed back on the road immediately after his overdose. Man, I you know what in in quote unquote college, my roommate got taken in a paddy wagon because he was passed out behind the wheel of his car in a parking lot of a grocery store at like three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. He got taken away was by the cops. Was he drunk? 
Absolutely. Passed out. Passed out drunk. This mm-hmm. is passed out because of a uh, opioid overdose. I know. That's what I'm saying. He got taken away by the police. Why isn't this person in because trouble with the cops? I guess they, that, that Narcan shot reverses the effects of that. Okay. So you have a Narcan a shot to reverse the effects of booze. So therefore, I'm not in trouble? This doesn't make sense. It makes zero. Uh, it's, it says zero here, sense. The Good Samaritan laws in Missouri. A person injured by a first responder may have limited legal options available to pursue financial compensation. This is because of a Missouri state law that prevents injured patients from suing medical professionals offering emergency treatment. So I guess basically what they're saying is they can't do anything more than besides save the life. They, as a as a as a medical personnel, can't go stay right here or we're going to do this. Yeah, but to you. before they see a person passed out. Because of an overdose behind the wheel. Why can't fire an EMS? Call the police. And they could do. They could detain somebody. There's a needle in this guy's lap. Clearly, this guy overdosed. Right. Yeah. So he gets better because of the Narcon. And then and they drives off. And drives off. And he finds, an, hey, look, I got some more drugs in my car. Does another needle. Passes out. Sure. And, and drives off the road and kills himself or somebody else. Then what? Passes out this time and kills a family. Yeah. As, is, is Narcan like, is that a, like, a, oh, my God, I overdosed. Boom, here I am. I'm completely fine. I think so. Or does it wear off? Or does it like. Oh. It's like an anti-venom. Yeah. So, like, immediately once it's administered, you are good to go. The guy go. had a normal conversation? Yeah, I guess so. Wow, that's wild. Indeed. That's why people are pissed off. Well, I, yeah, I just mean the science behind this guy's out. And then, whoop! Somebody, I'm back. Somebody else here said that, I heard that it's a law that if a junkie calls for help with an overdose, like they're having an overdose, and they have drugs on them, the cops can't do anything. Yeah, but they're behind him. the wheel. That's the yeah. only That's the only question. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think you're worried about anything else except for the fact that you're, I'm you're out there, my family's someone, out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. personal yeah. safety of others. Yeah. You know, 44 in Arsenal, my, my kids and my, my wife were at the Botanical Gardens. That's right there. Mm-hmm. Good point. Oh, so people are saying that Narcan does wear off. So it's not like a boom, hey, I'm good. It's well, boom, it's, this, you're good it's for ridiculous. now. It's ridiculous. Agreed. Like just to let him drive off? Yeah, and, and wouldn't that be considered DUI? That's another thing people are bringing up. Because you are clearly under the influence if you are sleeping behind the wheel after doing drugs. Hey, guys. Uh, also some uh, some crazy news. Bad news. The Hard Rock Cafe here at Union Station closing. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. That sucks. Practical question. What are they doing with the stuff? My guitar's in there. Hmm. Well. Kind of curious. When was the last time you went there? Oh. A couple months ago. Really? Yeah. When was the last time you went there? Just to look at your guitar. (laughs) (laughs) No, I ain't there. It's Did been you? a years yeah. for it me. It has been years. Yeah. For me, it's been at least a year, maybe two years. Oh, no. I, I, when I did nights here, I used to be there every weekend. Um, and I did, uh, I, I had lunch there. Well, I'd say it was in the, it was cold. It was, it was there was snow oh, really? or ice out or something. So it was just a few Have months Have you ever ago. seen that place crowded? Uh, yes, but only after events. Like uh, the, the, there was like a bull riding thing over here uh, at Scott Trade, and it was full the whole weekend then. They did more business than you think. And I'll tell you what was awesome, why I liked it, is the staff is really awesome. 
I I went I've always there. Had a, I've always had a decent time over there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I went there one or two years ago because I was doing a wedding consultation with somebody that worked downtown. I was down here. Lunch we met over there, and their lunch was popping, man. It really was. And I think it's lunch because I, I'm I'm seriously wondering. And 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 I think it's because I mean, if you were looking for a halfway decent sit down place where you could go, hey, like if if you're a client from out of town and you come in. And I go, hey, let's go to blah, blah, blah. You go, where the hell is that? But if I go, let's go to Hard Rock Cafe, they go, okay. Unfortunately, yep. I never would think to go there. Yeah, same here. E- either would I. I mean, unless it was right here, you know, I was either at Scott Trade Center or doing something here, then I would go. If you have a guitar on the wall, do you eat free? No. You get a discount? Um, I think I have a time or two. Yeah, the manager over there for a while like t- treated me really well. But like, no, I don't eat free. I mean, you know. Legit question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I thought so. Do you eat under your guitar? No, it's in the it's by the front door. <laughs> There's another one of my guitars is in another hard rock, but they they kind of tour them around a bit. So I don't. Even oh, know from what I hear, what I've been told, they they just throw the stuff in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's funny you say that because they have they have so much memorabilia. They've spent so much money on on this memorabilia that they have multiple warehouses filled with stuff, and some of the. I mean, exponentially cool stuff is in the warehouses because they don't want anything to happen to it uh, while it's on display. Well, the restaurant said they're closing August 16th. That's uh, that's going to be the last day they're open. They said that on Facebook. And uh, Hard Rock says they're looking at other opportunities here in St. Louis and could reopen a new location sometime in the future. They really should. They really should. They should go down a landing. That's really happening mm-hmm. down there. Oh, man. stop it. They, oh, they, yeah. should, they should put a, a... We need a hard rock in the city. Think of them. Think, think, Do we? Just like we Dude. needed a planet Hollywood in the city. Stop it. That's different. Mm. That's different. Uh, 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 because every city, every major city has a hard rock. If we lose a hard rock, I'm telling you, that's a sign. That's a sign. I'm not a good one for this you, city. Moon, if you would have said to people, hey, do you know where the yeah. Hard Rock Cafe is? A lot of people would have said, we got a Hard Rock here? Yeah, but then, because the that's Rock how St. Louis New York's is, open. That's because that's how St. So, Louis uh, has been operating. Look to see if the Hard Rock Cafe in New York is uh, open still. I'll, I'll look up all of that's them. Like, that's a staple, though. I mean, and, and God, where could they open and reopen in St. Louis? Anywhere in the you county. Couldn't do Put it them in, anywhere. couldn't do it in Chesterfield because uh, the, the KISS thing is there. Are they still open in New York? There's two or three places to put it in the city for sure that I think it would do fine. But you could put it anywhere in the county, and I think it would be fine. I'm not opposed to it. But you really think that if we lose the hard rock, that's it? I No, we not that's our, it. We almost lose our accreditation? No, I'm saying that's another check mark in the not-so-hot not column. Yeah. If hard rock, if that kind of restaurant, that kind of staple restaurant, staple menu, can't do it here... I'm t- that's somewhat of a red flag for other it's businesses. It's the same way when Applebee's closed in Eureka. I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> There's, just There's no hard rocks in Idaho, so... Oh, boy. Put you to shame. I could tell it was going downhill when the when the lights would go out in the sign. And it would yeah. stay out. And it would stay out for a while. Yeah. It was the Had Rock Cafe for uh-huh. quite a while. Yep. And then- a her- it was a Herd Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Herd Rock Cafe. Okay. Not a good sign. That's not a good sign when any businesses pick up and decide not to promote I agree, St. Moon. Louis. I agree. I wonder what's going to go there. Is it going to be part of the aquarium that's coming down here that nobody's going to go to? So where are they going to keep the food for the fish? No, I bet <laughs> I bet that Hard Rock Cafe is going to be an empty building cafe for about seven years. Because you've seen what they've done with all the restaurants that have closed right there at Union Station. Remember there was that uh, Beachwood that was there. There was the Hooters that was there. The Hands. Those have all been um, empty since they closed for years now. Well, 
They got the aquarium going up. So yeah, yeah. yeah that's is right. Landry still open over there? Yeah, that sure yeah. is. That's it. And really? Holy that's cow. it. And y'all been there? I've never. Been. I've been there once. Yeah. Never. But anytime I say, you know, like, hey, I'm looking for some seafood, they go, you better go to Landry's. And I went, I've been once. Do you, you always do the Yeah, every or? time. That's weird. But we got, I mean, you ask my mom and dad, who they, they, every once in a while they like to go a little fancy. And my dad goes, if you want some good seafood, you go to Landry's. Really? Okay. okay. I didn't know. Does he do that? I don't know. I went there he once. doesn't, Jeff. Stop it. I went there once. And what'd you think? I don't remember. All right. That's then. sad. That's sad about Hard Rock. That really is sad. And I hope the aquarium here does well. Me too. Everybody likes fish. They got Behind a, glass. They got Ooh. a stage in that Hard Rock too. If they put it, if if they if they put it in a decent place and have a a stage where they're booking people in, it it could be. A I grand saw POD success. there. Yeah, I did too. I did too. You were there. I were there. Did we go together? Yeah, I think not. <laughs> Probably our history would say no. I saw Story of the Year there. As a matter of fact, yeah. Too. I saw them too. I did too. Did we all there together? Uh, we maybe. <laughs> all right, you tell me if this is an overreaction. This is a it's national an overreaction. Yeah, I would say probably. Story. Wait for it. <laughs> now, when your marriage is falling apart, I guess you never know what one random thing might be the last straw, or in this case, the last grain of salt. Police in Brookfield, Wisconsin, got a call from a movie theater about a potential domestic situation between a husband and wife. Apparently, they ordered popcorn, and the wife secretly put salt on it, and the husband hated extra salt. So when he figured out what his wife had done, he announced, marriage over. That's it. I've had it. Over. That's extra salt. Grounds for divorce. (laughs) He also used it as a metaphor for her doing things behind his back, like possibly having an affair. Yeah. And he was so mad that he wanted to leave the theater, but she took his keys to keep him driving away angry, and that's when uh, somebody called the cops. Fortunately, things never got physical, so nobody was arrested, and there's no word on whether they went through with the divorce or if they managed to bounce back from this little salt incident, but that was it. Seems like something might have been percolating before Yeah, this. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes, Riz, overreaction. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He does a hate oversalted popcorn. I don't think so. <laughs> and uh, finally, before we hit the break, this is just, this could be one of the most rotten things I've heard in a long time. And I think it's safe to say that these two will never be getting back together. So back in 2013, a Canadian guy, his name is Eric Abramovitz. He applied for a scholarship at a, at a music school in L.A. And he plays the clarinet, and he'd already won a bunch of competitions. And the scholarship would have allowed him to study under one of the best clarinet teachers in the world. But unfortunately, he got an email that said he'd been rejected. Then over a year later, he ended up auditioning for the same teacher and found out he had actually been accepted, but he never knew it. Oh, no. It turns out his girlfriend at the time saw an email that said he'd won a full $50,000 scholarship. Full everything. Full room and board, full meals. And she deleted it because she didn't want him to move away. Wow. And they broke up for some unrelated reason about a year later. Because she uh, salted the popcorn. (laughs) And he never knew. He never knew about the scholarship until he met the teacher. 
So Eric sued his ex, claiming the scholarship would have set him up to make a lot, a lot more money as a musician. Does he have a case? Yeah. I mean, yes. I would think. I mean, I don't know what it would actually be. And, like, if you want to put a monetary value on it or if there's any crime here. But I I would say yes. She went to his email, deleted the email that said he'd been accepted. Oh, boy. Yikes. And, you know, what's crazy is the teacher, when he auditioned for the teacher, the teacher was like, hey, you know, I've always wondered why why you rejected the full scholarship. Yeah. And he goes, what? Huh? Excuse me. So a judge agreed with him, by the way. And he got $350,000 in damages. Hmm, okay. Yeah. That's wow. that's pretty good. The crappy thing is he doesn't know if he'll ever see any of that money, though, because the ex blocked him on social media and disappeared. And nobody's been able to track her down. Isn't that rotten? That is. Yeah. I would think it would be somewhat illegal to break into somebody's email as well. I would think. But here he is on the old clarinet. That's some clarinet. There it is. Damn. That's some good clarinet. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Hard Rock is actually yeah, calling, <laughs> calling him for his clarinet for the wall. Well, what's crazy is now he's a server at at Hard Rock. I didn't. Oh, that's too bad. He's losing his job. Not at this one. He's uh, they're opening up one in Idaho. Oh god. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Great job, Missouri. Do what they do. They take the Hard Rock and they put it at the uh, at the airport. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Boom. That's that's not the answer. All right, uh, more news, sports headline, who's after the break? 8.33 on this Monday. Another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. You're a complete loser. Coming at you. I hate that you love that one so much. Your boy traffic. I don't love That's Jeff laughing. No, 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 it's not. I've got eyes. I like it. All right, welcome back. Just uh, going to continue on with news here. Tony, have your, have your kids ever been someplace and broken something like a bone like, or like, like something no, no, there. I mean like, like something in a store like something in a store like you turn around uh yes and they're gone and you go oh my god some year crash no i've uh they have they have broken a candle that i was planning on purchasing it was in the cart and my daughter grabbed it and went Soop, see ya what about your kids not that i can think of like you just turn around for a second they're gone and you hear a crash no, not with the 7,000 kids you have? No, I don't, I don't think they Spectacular. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I can't think of anything with my kids either. They, my, I remember my daughter did with a candle. And it wasn't like a $30 Yankee candle. You know, it was like one of those ones that I bought at, uh, it was like a Marshall's or something that was like yeah. seven bucks. But oh. if you break it, you buy it. Oh, I, pay, I paid for it. No, well, I check this out. It. A couple from Kansas got a bill for $132,000. From wow. the city of Overland Park, a- after their five-year-old kid knocked over a glass sculpture, I was going to say that's a lot it. of candles. <laughs> and there's video. So the sculpture is called Aphrodite D Kansas City, and it was on display at a community center when the kid damaged it in May. And I guess they were at a wedding, a wedding reception, at this community center. 
the, the parents weren't watching the kid and the kid basically hugged hugged the sculpture and it fell and broke. Now, the city's insurance company accused the mom and her husband of negligence for not keeping an eye on the kid. But the mom says that they should have protected the sculpture better and that her son didn't purposely damage it. Quote, he probably just hugged it. Maybe my son hugged a torso because he's loving, sweet, and a nice boy who just graduated from preschool. I'm going to be honest with you. This mom sounds kind of annoying. Here's the mom and a uh, spokesperson for the city. I hear yelling. Where is your mother? Maybe this is like 800 or something. No, it's $132,000. I'm sorry. We're finished here. My children are well super. What do you mean? We're not finished what? here. What do you mean you're sorry? We're finished Clearly here. Not. We're not finished Excuse here. We're not me. finished here. We're going to have to at least get you to put some sort of down payment down. There like goes this. all any sympathy that anybody had for her right out the window. You we are I mean? not finished here. Here, My children are well supervised, but all people get distracted. It's in the main walkway, not a separate room, not plexiglass, not protected, not held down. There's a societal responsibility that you may not interact with it, you know, if it's not designed for interaction. If you bring your kid to a museum and they damage something, even though it's not protected, you turn your back for three seconds and the, and the kids, you know, Got his uh, fingers on a painting. Is it the parents' fault? Boy, I would, I it's a crappy situation, but it's certainly not so. going to be on the museum. Yeah, it's definitely not on the museum. I think it's the parents' fault. If you got to blame somebody, it's you, the parents. If you got a preschooler, you're not allowed to get distracted like yeah, you know, the parent of an eight-year-old is necessarily. Especially if you got a a, a, a kid that you know is going to be. Touchy feely with things. And if it's if it's worth, let's say, one hundred and thirty two thousand dollars, first of all, why isn't it blocked off? And second of all, why is it uninsured if it's in a museum? Yeah, well the mom said that 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 she gave she, she now gave the bill to her insurance company to figure it out. She says, I don't want to diminish hmm. the value of their art, but I can't pay for that. And the sculpture's creator said that it was uninsured and the damage beyond repair. Jeez. Quote, I want to be reimbursed for the amount of time I spent on it and for what I think it's worth. Yeah, this is a terrible situation. That's a bad situation. All what, around. what insurance does mom give it to? Maybe she's got an umbrella policy. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the only thing I could think of. But, I mean, does that is that even covered? I don't know. Would that be covered? Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out. Like, I don't have, like, my, my kid ruined precious yeah, art what, insurance. They have an umbrella policy that covers things like this. Yeah. Just in case. Terrible scenario, but come on, lady. Yeah, the mom, um, we're done here. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to see a manager. <laughs> I would like to see a manager. I just got this haircut, so I need to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invoking the policy that I was given with this haircut. And uh, finally, I'm not sure I know anyone who manages to get eight hours of sleep a night, but even, even, uh, even people who do, turns out you're... Failing just like the rest of us. According to sleep researchers out at Penn State University, modern life has gotten so stressful that now we're, we're really, we really need eight and a half hours of sleep to be healthy. 
we're way off on that. Mm. And here's why. All the distractions we get bombarded with during the day are making it harder for us to fall asleep or go back to sleep when we wake up in the middle of the night. So we really need eight and a half hours in bed to get eight actual hours of sleep. When is the last time that you have legit got eight hours of sleep? Saturday into Sunday. Yeah, wow, Friday, so Friday night I did. Damn. I'm with you, Tom. I could not tell you. But that was the first time in months. I also took a Tylenol PM. So like even after the walk on Friday. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Friday into Saturday. This was Friday into Saturday. So even after the walk on Friday, being as exhausted as I was, I laid down probably about 10 o'clock and 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. I was up by probably 4 and then kind of rolled around a little bit, got up with my son and then laid back down and maybe was in bed for an hour. Friday into Saturday, I took a ton all p.m. because I didn't want to be sore the next day from the walk. And I slept a solid, I slept a solid eight and a half. Mm. It was the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. So my kids are old enough where they won't bother us. Yeah, like my son, I get up, regardless, if I go to bed at 8 o'clock at night, I'm up at 10 with him. If Even if I'm not getting up and physically going to check on him or to give him a bottle, I'm up. And then again, no matter what, at 3.30 or 4 o'clock, boom. If up. you can find a way to get that much sleep, the researchers say it's really worth it. They say that if you bump yourself up from six or seven hours of sleep a night to eight and a half, you might be shocked at how how high of a level you could operate on. That's ridiculous. Julie slept until like 9 a.m. on Saturday morning or something, or almost close to 10. And the text that she sent me, because I was already out the door uh, doing stuff, she texted me so much guilt. She said she About felt like an ass because she slept in until 9 or almost 10 o'clock. Why? I don't know. You have older I, kids now. You're allowed to do that. That's basically what I said. I go, obviously, you needed it. Yeah. I, and, uh, it's just to your point that you almost feel guilty if you sleep that long. I'm I'm the person where, like, in, in high school, I, I slept until noon every day, one o'clock every day, when it was, like, summer, when I didn't have anything going on. In college, I was up relatively early, unless I went out and drank the night before. But as an adult... I function on such little sleep, and I am okay with it. Like, I literally, I could go to bed last night, for example. I went to bed at 11.15 last night, and I woke up at 3 a.m., and I am fine. Why did you go to bed so late? I just, that's how I am. I just, when I. What time do you go to, what time do you lay down, what time are you laying down in bed? Well, last night, my parents were at the Cardinals game, and my daughter sleeps upstairs, and we sleep in the basement, and I didn't want her to come out and have nobody upstairs in case she did. What about your wife? She doesn't have to get up at 3 a.m. She was downstairs sleeping. But uh, so I, I didn't go downstairs until 1030, but I, I it took me about 45 crazy. minutes to go to sleep, but I'm fine. And one, that's one how reasons. I operate, though. Like, I'm not I Riz, if I go to bed before 1030, the five nights, Sunday through Thursday, when I need to get sleep to wake up early, if I go to bed before 1030, two of those nights, that's shocking. I'm up till almost 11 every night. My problem is I it's can't. It's gonna catch up with I can't, you. Yeah, I can't, I can't catch can't up. Sleep. I can't sleep. I can't catch up on the weekends because my mindset is I don't have to get up at two thirty now, so I'm staying up. You know what I mean? I stay up till one, two it's o'clock in the morning. Listen, I've, tr- I've tried to go to bed at nine o'clock, and I end up laying in bed until nine, and then I can't fall asleep until well, eleven. Shut the TV off. There's no TV on. I'm laying in a pitch black Count room. Count sheep. Stop that. Yeah, you have all those sheep. Are you on Count your phone? them. You doing social media? No, no. My phone is sitting next to me, and then I'll pick up the phone when I'm laying there for a half hour, and I can't fall asleep. And I'll go, maybe if I watch this, it'll make me tired. 
Hey, real quick, back to the uh, the sculpture story with the kid and the uh, the damaged sculpture and the parents getting the bill. Kurt, good point. What if the sculpture fell on the kid? That'd be a different story. Mm. But it didn't. And somebody also pointed out that the mom wasn't even in the same room. Yeah, if you watch the video, the mom was not in the same room. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, the video clear as day shows the kid knock the sculpture over. Well, either way, we're done here. <laughs> we are done, we are done here. That's what Mama said. And that's your news brought to you by GMT Auto Sales West in O'Fallon, Missouri. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, loving area locations, all the games, all the time. Uh, after losing to the Cubs on both Friday and Saturday, the Cards took a four-game losing streak into Bush last night as they played Chicago. And guess what? They snapped it. They got the win. Final score five to nothing. Yadier Molina made history yesterday as he caught in his one thousand. 756th game as a Cardinal, and that is tied for all-time major league. Oh, that's so, cool, man. Uh, up next for the Cards, a game against the Phillies in Philadelphia. First pitch scheduled for 605 miles. Miklas gets a start. That tonight, you said? That is tonight. Uh, Mexico scored a huge upset over defending champion and world number one Germany in the World Cup on Sunday with a one nothing win in their Group F match. Uh, Lozano scored the match's lone goal for Mexico in the 35th minute. Germany's hopes of advancing now in jeopardy. And fans in Mexico City are so powerful that they are registering on the Richter scale. Once Mexico scored, an artificial earthquake was reported in Mexico City that was possibly caused by massive jumps during the goal. Hmm. What, what, is what? That, what does that mean, an artificial earthquake? Like, like well, it was not made, a real earthquake. Like, well, yeah, no, but I mean... People jumping up and down. Jumping up and literally down. Literally shook literally it enough shook to call it an earthquake. Yep. Wow. Yep, it, it registered on the Richter scale. They really got nothing yeah. going on down there. Unbelievable. They really don't. Wow. Other, other <laughs> matches over the weekend, Brazil and Switzerland, they tied at one, which was shocking. Argentina and Iceland also tied at one, which was shocking. This morning... Well, that was a bit, that's a big upset. Huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah, and that's awesome. Iceland's first... World Cup, Small, smallest nation to ever appear in the World Cup ever. Like height wise, you mean? Yes, yeah. Jeff. And they, they, the coach is a part time dentist. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the defenders packs salt. Yeah, for Wolf, living. Wolf had, the dentist had, Stanson. Yeah, no. he had to he had to ask off uh, work for this, and apparently that was a big deal. Wow. He packs salt. Yeah, yeah. He's like a, like he like is in a factory and packs yeah. salt to to ship out, and. I think the stat was there are more registered soccer players in Argentina than population in Iceland. Jeez. Unbelievable. Uh, this morning, uh, Sweden playing South Korea right now. Belgium then takes on Panama. And then following that, the afternoon game is Tunisia versus England. USA kicks off in September when they are not playing in the World mm. Cup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, former U.S. soccer men's national team standout Landon Donovan. He took to Twitter again, having to explain why he is now showing his support for Mexico. It's a campaign for Wells Fargo where he's saying, since the U.S. is not in it, now Mexico is who he is putting his support on. No, he's basically, you should support Mexico. And he he is encouraging everybody else to support Mexico. Now, of course, a lot of people are giving him some trouble about this, especially former captain Carlos Bocanegra, who he said, I'm not going to support anybody except for the U.S. because that's where I live, that's who I play for. Now, a couple things. Landon Donovan says, uh, first and foremost, you should all know that my blood runs red, white, and blue through and through, and I would never turn my back on my nation. 
But he then said, since the U.S. men's national team is not participating in the 2018 World Cup, I'm supportive of our rivals and would like to see them do well. Yeah, and I'm and I'm and I'm with him. Okay, so I, I ask you this on a much smaller scale: the Blues don't make the Stanley Cup playoffs, but the Blackhawks do. Do you then root for the Blackhawks? Well, that's a different sort of rivalry. I I root for, but I do. Root equally for whoever's playing the Blackhawks. Not according to most of the soccer players on the USA team. Pretty much everybody is against Landon Donovan. It's basically going... You know why? Because they're all bummed out and butthurt that they didn't make it and people are crapping on them for it. Hey, the Cardinals didn't make the playoffs and Yadier Molina goes on TV and says, support the Cubs as they make their run. It's the same thing. Now, no, does it make not, any though. difference? It's does it not. make any difference that, that, to anybody listen, here? I'm not, I'm not the one it's saying not. that. That's that's the other soccer and, players on and, Team and, USA and saying I, that. And I understand that, and that's somewhat. I if it, if it's the same league and the league is continuing, but we're talking about the World Cup here. again. Here, I'm going to ask you this though: Does it make any difference that Landon Donovan has come out of retirement and is now playing for a team in Mexico in a Mexican league? Does that make a difference to anybody? I, How may, about the fact may, that it sounds like he's getting paid to, to do this? It may. Oh, make he it, is. Yeah. He is getting paid to do it this. May for make sure. a difference. It's even douchier then. It may make a difference for him. I don't think it's douchey at all. First of yeah. all, if we don't if we don't increase. The U.S. Uh, interest in soccer. We're not going to make another World Cup. So at least he's talking about yeah. it. At least he's trying to get people involved in the tournament that's actually happening without us. Yeah, it's. It, but I think it's different saying to support USA's rival. You see, I get that. But when you've that's seen the documentaries rivalry. of the United States national team going to Mexico and having threats on their life and walking out on the field and having stuff thrown at them and people yelling and, and saying very disparaging things about Americans, and then now he's supporting you know, I, Nobody's I also, asking to support that, dude. I also don't like this one. I Supporting guess, uh, the team. Okay. He well. writes, uh, and who's uh, Carlos Bocanegra? Yeah, that's, yeah, the, the, that's, old the, that's okay. the cap. The so, Len Donovan writes, you grew up in SoCal and owe so much of your soccer skill to playing with Mexicans. Your father is of Mexican descent. Look around our country, happy with how we're treating Mexicans. Open your mind, stand for something, or remember where you came from. To me, you could not like the Mexican soccer team and still like Mexicans. Yes, I agree with you yeah, there. I mean, yeah, but that, to me, is a, is a, a, a douchebag thing to say. Who said that? Len Donovan. Donovan. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a little... Getting personal like that in any sense, I think, is, is not... So he's saying, not, well, you have to support Mexico's soccer team because you're Mexican? Well, well, mm. based on that quote there, uh, Hercules Gomez, he said, this is an incredibly terrible take, Landon, uh, questioning one's loyalties to culture and our heritage because he questioned you for taking marketing dollars to root for your supporting rival? Come on. Yeah, that's... By the way, Hercules Gomez, what a name. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Finally here, American Brooks Kepka won the U.S. Open Golf Tournament on Sunday for the second year in a row, becoming the first repeat champion in 29 years. Uh, Kepka finished the tournament at 1 over 281, one stroke ahead of Britain's Tommy Fleetwood in second. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of my mutual mortgage, NMLS number 12901. All right, today's headline Who story comes to us from Westville, Florida, where last week a 32-year-old guy was walking around his neighborhood screaming at his neighbors and telling them he was going to kill them. Now, somebody called the cops, and when they got there, the guy explained that his testicles were hurting, possibly because he got some parasites from swimming in a creek. Look, if I ran around yelling and screaming every time my testicles were hurting, 
He wanted to call somebody for help, but he'd uh, smashed his own phone in a rage. And he was mad at his neighbors because nobody was letting him borrow one. I wonder what kind of neighborhood All this right. is. <laughs> I would love to see it. He was arrested for making the threats. No word on how his testes are doing, but... <laughs> we'll just assume. We'll just assume. We'll just assume better. <laughs> so there you go. From Westville, Florida, this guy. That's today's headline, Hoosh. The Rizzuto Show. The Point. The guy whose uh, testicles hurt from our headline, Hoosh story. Remember this guy? Reminds me of this. Under Florida law, you're required to take a chemical or physical breath test. Hey, my nuts itch. Can I scratch them real quick? No. Wait till we finish it. Damn. They itch. If you refuse to take chemical... They itch. We scratch them one day. No, no, no. I don't do you do understand? That. Your driving privileges will be suspended for one year for a first refusal. And they... <laughs> they itch. Additionally, your refusal is submissive. This ain't funny. My nuts. Are you, are you are you willing to submit the testing? No. Okay. Okay. Sure. my nuts. No, no. Due to your combating nature, we're not going to. Uh, stretch my nuts. No, we're we're not going to use that. No, we're not physical that. performance can, can, I, can I stretch my nuts? <laughs> can, can, can I scratch my nuts? <laughs> I do love how he like switches it up. He's very respectful though. Hey, can, hey excuse me. Can I scratch? Pardon him? me. Can I scratch my nuts? It's always a good night when you're handcuffed and asking a cop if you can be released to mm-hmm. scratch your own That's nuts. That's a good night. Yeah. That's a good night. The cop can't. The cop can't keep, keep a, a, a straight face either. Starts laughing. It's great. <laughs> my nuts itch. All right, welcome back. All right, question. I don't know. Have you, have, have you guys read this Uproxx article? Mm-mm. Nope. No. What are your thoughts on bringing young kids to concerts? Depends on the concert. Depends on the age. Well, uh, you know, rock show. A point rock show. Oh, well, any show. Um, well, not maybe. And I'm talking about kids do. under eight years old. Oof. Eight and under. <clears throat> That's a toughie. As long as, the, as long as the situation presents itself to not be uh, an unsafe environment for a kid that young, I think it's I think it's good. I'm on the fence. I'm Same not taking here. a six year old to to Slipknot. I'm on the fence at Pops or anything because mm-hmm. it's inside. It's going to be rowdy. It's going to be rowdy pretty much anywhere. But you're talking like Slipknot at uh, at Riverport, uh, you know, whatever it's called now. I'm, I'm losing the my amphitheater. Mind. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hollywood Casino. Yeah, thank you. Th- I think it's all good. Your thoughts. To me, it depends on the on the artist and the venue. Never am I taking an eight or under to Pops. Uh, I'm not taking them to any of the smaller clubs like Five. And I'm not talking about or, taking them to go see the Wiggles at the. Uh, no, 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 no. But you're talking there, about like for, that for example, Shine Down. Let's just say Shine Down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. At the amphitheater, sitting in the lawn, maybe. I'm okay with that. But if I got to prop you on your shoulder, on my shoulders, and you're going to be blocking somebody's view, or if we're there and it's way too loud, and you're not going to, you can't even sit through a two-hour movie, more or less a, a, a rock show. Well, this this guy from Up Rocks, he's their cultural critic. He takes a pretty smug approach to this, where where I agree to some of his point. I agree to some of his points in in in, in spirit. And it just comes across douchey. Yeah. When he writes, "Dear cool dads and moms." Stop bringing your young children to concerts. 
Yeah, that puts him in a little pile. I don't like right speaking there. in absolutes. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. And he writes, a couple months ago, I was at a music fest in Cincinnati, Ohio, about to watch one of my favorite bands, The National, perform one of my favorite albums, Boxer, from front to back. I somehow talked my way into the VIP section, squeezing into a sweet spot just off stage left. I had hit the bathroom a couple minutes earlier, followed up with a quick stop at the booze tent for some red wine. (laughs) Mm. I was set. Fully prepared for what was sure to be one of the prime shows of my life. Then I looked to my right and saw a guy holding his daughter, who I guess I'm guessing was about three. It was an adorable sight. He was clearly thrilled to share this special moment with his kid. And the little tyke gurgled excitedly while playfully pulling at the headphones that her daddy had preemptively placed over her ears to protect her hearing. How thoughtful. Ah, that's so sweet, I thought to myself. It's so heartwarming to see this. Though I can't help noting that an even better way to protect your children's hearing is to leave her at home. Also, it's almost 9 p.m. Why isn't she in bed? Didn't you notice those bros smoking weed over there? My God, how irresponsible you are for exposing an innocent child to this, you monster. P.S. I hate you. Love, Steve. Wow. I hope that's tongue-in-cheek. First of all, the three-year-old's not going to go, Hey, Dad, somebody's smoking weed. And the good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes on to say, As a concert goer, my biggest pet peeve is when some cool dad or mom brings a small child to a show. Because kids don't belong there. Hmm. A kid at a rock show makes me feel self-conscious about the things I like to do at rock shows. Drink, swear, scream my head off, dance awkwardly. But as a parent, I really loathe this practice. When it comes to practically anything else, I don't judge other parents. If I see a parent lose their cool at a screaming kid at a grocery store, I feel an immediate surge of empathy. I can only imagine the steady stream of misbehavior precluding that. I'll wonder because I've been there. Every parent has. But taking a kid, let's say under the age of eight, to a concert is such an epically, in my mind, obviously misguided decision that I simply can't abide it. Hmm. So if he doesn't want the three-year-old to see, what do you say, drinking and cussing, mm-hmm. well, then don't don't take the kid to a hockey game. Don't take the kid to a public pool. Mm-hmm. Don't he, take the kid to a lot of Walmarts. You know what, though? But 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 it's almost more acceptable. At, if you're cursing at a sporting event, an usher will come and say, please cool it. Yeah. Here, here's a great point. If you're screaming and cursing at a public pool, somebody will tell you to knock it off. Sure. At a Eventually. concert, that's not the way. But Some, the three-year-old already heard it, and the three-year-old can't unhear it. Yeah. Somebody in the chat room, Patricia, says, we took our boys when they were four and six to see Steppenwolf at a county fair. Oof. Tons of families, and it was a good place to get their feet wet at a concert. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Sure. Those types of county things? County fair? Great. Right. Yeah, we're talking case by case here. Concert by concert. But a blanket statement of that. And he goes on to say, leave your kids at, uh, leave your damn kids at home. Your heart might be in the right place, but you're out of your mind if you think this will turn out well. Your kid won't have fun. You won't have fun. The people around you will have less fun. Just don't do it. And this guy goes on to say the first, uh, and he says there are, there are a couple reasons why parents do this. And he says the first is that they want their kid to have, quote unquote, good in their taste in music. And they believe that exposing the little one to loud noises in a crowded space a couple hours past their regular bedtime will achieve this objective. When in fact, it will probably only traumatize them against loud noises in crowded spaces. Huh. 
Sorry, man, but some of my uh, best memories of my dad are younger and in teenage years and going to shows with him and him taking me to, you know, the Great Grizzly Bear you know why? and watching Super you know Blues Band. You know why I won't bring damn close, Tony. You know why I won't bring my kids to a concert? Because I want to have a good time. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I you, time. you say that's not eight years old, though. I think my first concert was five years old, and my dad took me to see Kiss and John Mellencamp opened up. And now look at you. Look at me now. It's all creepy. <laughs> I kind of under, and I know you were kind of joking around, but I'm I'm on the same page as you there, Riz. Like when I go to a show, like I, unless my my eight year old is a diehard Shinedown fan, like I'm going to that show because I enjoy the band. Like, if they want to go see The Wiggles, then that's their show. Yeah, but that's also because of what you're listening to. I listen to so many different things, I would take my kids to less than half of them. But if Garth Brooks was coming to town, I'm taking my kids because I want them to see that particular show. It depends on the artist. I can't speak in It really does. It depends on the artist. I can't say, don't bring your kid to a concert. I, I would never say that. Yeah. Like, I would want my kids to see a performance like Garth Brooks so they can see what influenced me to get into music. So, man, my, my son wants to see Imagine Dragons. But he's nine, so that's different, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and that's, and that's a, when, when Greek Fire played with Imagine Dragons, it was sold out at, at the amphitheater, and there was everybody from every age. And they yeah, I'm all taking my daughter to see it. Taylor Swift, but I guess that's different. Yeah. Same thing with mine. When they were younger, took them to see Hannah Montana. It's an, I wasn't allowed inside Scott, the if building. You would, but. if you would, and let everybody form their own opinions. I mean, maybe this guy brings up some good points. Read the uh, link. The article. It's on Uproxx. You already did. It's already, oh, up. already up there. Great. Look at this guy. Look at him. Look at this guy. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him too through uh, over there through the mirror of uh, the windows. 1057thepoint.com/slash/riz. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrity. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. It's just this guy's very smug in his writing. Talking about King Scott still? No, not. Oh. I just, I went to see the National. Did he say that he had kids? He did. Oh, the National. The National. And they were doing some album from start to finish. The Boxer. They played a Boxer. The Boxer. I've been effing waiting for this for so effing long. I don't need your effing five-year-old. We talked earlier how the Incredibles 2 won the box office big time and it's opening weekend. But will it be one of those movies that you can go back in two, three years and watch again in another year later? Another, in other words, a rewatchable movie. Because there is a list of rewatchable movies in everybody's head, I would imagine. Like, So what do you guys think are some of those movies that... Blazing Saddles. Anytime, no, definitely. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yep. Uh... Men in Tights. Just in general. Right, I'm just gonna write. <laughs> dudes I'm, just, I'm just gonna write all Mel Brooks movies for me. Yeah, me too. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Happy Gilmore. Uh, Big Lebowski. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> um, the uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, any Sandler movie. Any Obvi- of the good ones. Obviously, Untamed Heart is on everybody's mm-hmm. list as well. Of course. Yeah, A Christmas Story and uh, Caddyshack Christmas, and Christmas Vacation. Caddyshack. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Will Ferrell movies. Old School. Talladega Nights. Step Brothers. Listen to this list and tell me yes or no as I go up the list here. Back uh, to the Future. Oh, yeah. 2004's White Chicks. I've never seen that. Never saw out of here. Toy Story. Okay. Yeah, if, you're, if, you're, if you're under 10. Hey. The Rock. Yes. I've the never Rock. seen The Rock. Oh, come on. Welcome to The Rock. Is that with... Uh, Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage, one of the you greatest movies You couldn't of tell all by time? my incredible impersonation? No, I didn't get it. <laughs> I've never seen uh, that. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Yep. Okay. Princess Bride. Okay. Yep. Out of sight. 
Don't know, know that, that one. Office Space. Wait, yes. yep. Office Space, yes. Out of sight. Is that George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez? Uh, it's from 1998. Yes. That's it. The Notebook. Nah. Okay. Memento. Yeah. Nah. Mean See, Girls. I love Memento, but... Mean Girls saw it once. I can only watch that so Here's a good one. Uh, 1975's Jaws. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Don't know that Never one. Ironically, Groundhog Day is on this list. Yes, For sure. Good one. Also, uh, on this list is Groundhog Day. See what I did? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Uh, Goodfellas is on here. Uh, how yeah. was that? Did you okay. watch it this weekend? Yeah, I got into it and I fell asleep. <laughs> he don't care about what you say. That's not true. Listen, it. no. Uh, he ain't gonna watch it. All right. The Godfather. Have you seen that? Yeah. How about that? Godfather's what about that great. one? Did you enjoy watching that? Uh, I didn't see that. Gladiator. Oh, what a great film! I watch that <laughs> yeah, right now. Is it? A, is it a rewatcher? Oh, if that's on TV and I you know turn what? it on and it stops on, boom. Three hundred. I'd rather watch Gladiator over three hundred every day. Friday's on the list. Friday? Okay. Hitch. Star Hitch. Wars. Yeah, I agree with that. Star Wars, The Force Will Awakens. Ferrell? Will Ferrell, no, Will Smith. Will oh, Smith. I'm sorry, Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, Finding Nemo. Oh, you could throw all the Star Wars on. Fight Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, E.T., Dirty Dancing, Devil Wears Prada. Number four on this particular list, Caddyshack. Number yeah. three on this particular list, Big. Huh? Back to the Future, and the first one on this, 1983's A Christmas Story. It's, it's almost right. like you basically just went, hey, what are good movies? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Like, yeah, but there are some really good ones that I don't necessarily need to watch again. The Force Awakens. They put The Force Awakens on there, huh? Yeah, see, I would say Empire or, Empire. or Return of the Jedi. Yeah. All right, another list for you. This is from Thrillist. Put together a list of the 100 greatest YouTube videos of all time. And we got some audio to run through here. Okay. Top 10. Number 10, Guy Fieri eating to uh, Johnny Cash's Hurt. I don't know if you guys ever saw I that I ever one. I saw that one. Yeah, I saw it when I was putting this list together. Eh, it didn't do much for me. Uh, the UF police taser student during uh, carry the, the carry for. Remember that, that one? Oh, don't, don't tase, tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. Yep. Okay. Number eight, uh, the pork chop sandwiches, G.I. Joe. Oh, my God. Remember that one? What is that one? That is the guy that does the voiceovers to the old G.I. Joe PSA commercials. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's where we go, pork chop sandwiches. The best. All right, now jump to number six here. Have you ever had a dream like this? Remember this one? You ever had a dream like this? It's a little kid just trying to talk, and he just keeps stumbling over his words. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do, you could, you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, sure do, Charlie. Some of these you just got to envision. If you remember the drummer at the uh, the cheesy show band, uh, they, they do Sharp Dressed Man, and he looks oh, like he's having right, a seizure. Out of, place, out of place drummer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, looks like he's uh, playing yeah, for Slayer are, or something. These are best uh, YouTube videos of all time. Yeah, best street party ever. That's the parents yet to find out. The Australian kid uh, threw a bash while his uh, parents were away and end up, uh, ended up on the news. And the kid was just saying that he didn't care. And if you want to plan a party without your parents, let me know. Number three is entitled Celery Man, old skit with Paul Rudd. Tim and Eric, awesome uh, show, great job. Number two, Nintendo 64. Remember the kids that opened up on Christmas morning and they got the Nintendo 64. (laughs) 
That's your remix right there. And number one on this particular list, I can't believe you've done this. This is a kid who's starting to talk into the to the camera, and then somebody just comes up and hauls up and just punches him right in the face. So basically, um, what I was thinking of was, um, oh, f I can't believe you've done this. That was literally, that was the sound of him getting punched in the face by some guy just, what a friend of his just walked up in huh. and hit him in the face. That was the best YouTube video of all time? Yeah, so down further on the list, more recognizable stuff. Like number 93, the grape stomp and fail. Well, if grape stomping is not your thing, you can come and spend the day listening to live music, eating international foods, having wine tours and tasting, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun, a whole day. Stop. Oh, stop! Oh, 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 I just want to time this out here. Okay. How long were they on her? Like, oh, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, far. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, Way too Before long. they cut. Uh, yeah. Like, obviously, she's hurt. They were Bad. Waiting, they were waiting for her to go, ah, just teasing. Yeah. Birds and tasting, crafts. It's a lot of fun. A whole stop day. Watching. Stop. Oh, 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 Seconds of her going, I can't breathe. Ooh, ooh, ow, 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 you stop. know, there's some producer going, let it go, let it go, let it go. 15 seconds. Oh, wow. You know, some producers in her ear going, Beth, get up. Wait, wait. Beth, you're <laughs> still alive. Oh, these days, they should I should I change cameras? No, wait for no, it. Wait. wait for it. Wait for it. I wrote wait down seven videos that I still cannot believe that you haven't mentioned. All right, well, there's three left here. So Miss Teen USA 2007, of course. Was that on your list, Patrico? No. Recent polls have shown a fifth oh, of Americans boy. can't locate the this U.S. One. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such mm -hmm. as and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. Well, it's your time. So we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much. Thank Stuff, you. That is, you're man. pretty and that is correct. Oh, man. When, when she has the, the, and the, and the, whereas, such as. I, I've heard it a hundred times and my heart still sinks and my mouth just like oh that my was God. Miss USA. she actually came in 53rd um, <laughs> after that I believe that many US Americans <laughs> uh -huh. I am a US American nope still Iraq. not on my list I'm gonna skip order here there's two more number 49 was Gangnam Style obviously okay. maybe you've heard Gangnam of that one all right, there goes side. Different one. A mix on that one. Stop it. Get him. Cuff him. 
And number six this is the last one that I have. Number 61, sorry. The Bed Intruder song. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Was this, this wasn't on your list, Patrico? No. He's climbing in your windows. He's dancing your people up. Trying to rape him. So you need to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Yet not on your list. Yeah, hide your ugly. And they're raping everybody out there. You don't have to run and confess. We looking for you. We gon' find you. We gon' find you. So you can run and tell that. Run and tell that. What's on your list? On my list, I have the Star Wars Kid. That one's dumb. Okay. I've got Chocolate Rain. Stupid. Oh, Chocolate Rain. That's, oh, that yeah. was actually on the list. Charlie Bit Me. Yes, that was on the list as well. You know that one. Charlie, you bit me. That really okay. hurt. <laughs> um, blood. The kid that says blood a hundred times. Um, the little girl that says the monster's gonna kicks my ass. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah. I also have the kid that says Linda. Come on, Linda. And then I can't believe this isn't on the list. The I like turtles kid. That's gotta be on. The, I like oh, turtles. I, I the, didn't see it. The auto tune the news guys are the ones that did the uh, the bed intruder song. They weren't on there for any of the other songs that they did. I mean, they had countless. Oh, man, the ribs one is my favorite. What about this guy? This was one of the first ones. Oh, the Numa Numa guy. I love this guy. Is this the Russian guy? Yeah, let's do that. Remember this guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't remember him. Makes me want to buy this song. That's got almost 30 million views. And you know what? You remember after this, Flo Rida took this song and made a, a an actual pop song out of it. Hello. Salud. Haiduk. Oh, Evolution of Dance. Oh, yeah, that's another one, man. That's great. Good? Yes, I'm great. All right, everybody remember the uh, the epic movie, the very good movie, The Breakfast Club? Yes. Sure. Do you remember the janitor in The Breakfast Club? I do remember. I don't remember his name. I do remember exactly who he is. Though. His name in the movie? Carl. Dear Carl, Carl the janitor. How's he doing? Not great. He's apparently a really good actor because he used his acting skills to persuade many, I'm sorry, an elderly woman to fork over $75,000 over an 11-year period. Damn it, Carl. Damn it, Carl. John Kapalos is his name. He is also in 16 Candles, Weird Science. Several episodes of Justified. He's being sued by this lady who claims he used his, quote, powers of persuasion to pounce on her loneliness and uh, she needed some male companionship as well. Uh, she says that John, quote, utilized his theatrical instincts to create a position of trust before convincing her Sometime in 2006 to fork over money to pay his bills, buy clothes, groceries, and luxury items as well. She had an understanding he was going to repay the cash, but uh, radio silence after many, many attempts. So she has now lawyered up and is looking for him and wants her money back. No question Weird Al Yankovic is a genius. I think we all think that. I agree. But uh, both when penning his own parody songs and doing cover songs. So he's uh, doing this tour and he is doing Weird Al covers like you would not believe. Somebody put together a little collection and these cover songs, pretty impressive. Check it out. Smoke of the water, a fire in the sky. 
Songs he's covering, God Save the Queen, Close to You, Smoke on the Water, Play That Funky Music, Freebird, I Want to Be Sedated, Are You Gonna Be My Girl, It's the End of the World as We Know It, and I Feel Fine, This is a Call, Summer Nights, Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Great. I gotta play this. This is one of our favorite auto-tunes. Auto-tune the news? Auto-tune the news. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey, he's a neighbor. Uh, t- walk me through again what happened this afternoon. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Yeah, give it away. My neighbor got big testicles cause we see this dude every day We eat ribs with this dude But we didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house She said please help me get out Dead giveaway, dead giveaway, dead giveaway, dead giveaway, dead giveaway, dead giveaway, dead giveaway Dead giveaway, dead giveaway My neighbor got big testicles cause we see this dude every day Which one I like more, that one or the uh, the I'm not gay no more? Oh boy, I'm not gay no more may put me on the ground. <laughs> hey, how many years though has it been for the Bed Intruder song? And you and I right uh, into a, it, a smack dab in the dude. Do you know that Newfound Glory and and Paramore covered that song? Oh, that's like amazing. released it on iTunes and everything. Yeah. I'm not gay no more. I'm not gay no more. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. You know, before we get out of here, I just want to uh, quickly uh, warn you about something. And now, now. Rizzuto's Week in Paranoia. Well, here we go, guys. Paranoia. Something new to worry about. Cool. Anybody here had food poisoning ever? Oh, yes. Oh, that is the worst. Oh, yeah. You've never had food poisoning? Not that I know of. Oh, you would know. Then I, I, I guess well, I, had, I ate a bad piece of shellfish once. Oh boy, Woo. the worst! I told you that chicken sandwich I had uh, yeah. from a fast food place around here, and I have not been back Never since again. seventh grade. So, if you've ever had food poisoning, oh yeah, you probably blamed it on something you ate that day. Maybe you even called up a restaurant and yelled at them. But according to new research, there's an outside chance it was another culprit. The American Society for Microbiology just had their annual meeting in Atlanta. And one of the studies that was presented found it's very possible to get food poisoning from your kitchen towels. And researchers looked at 100 towels after they'd been used for one month. And half of them had a potentially dangerous level of bacteria on them. And the odds were even higher depending on different factors, like how many people used the towels. And if they were used for drying hands and dishes. 
that also upped the amount of bacteria present. One way to lower your risk is to wash your hands longer, at least 20 seconds with hot water. That way, there's not as much leftover bacteria when you dry them off Hmm. on a towel, so less bacteria transfers to the towel. And the other obvious thing you could do is wash your damn kitchen towels more often. In a new online survey, survey, 70% of people... Let's call them surveys surveys. from now on. (laughs) Don't you got that survey? You got that survey done? (laughs) started losing Did I lose you? Uh, (laughs) Is that it? It's over? I I shut his mic down. I'm good. I'm good. I'm back. I'm all right. I'm sorry. It caught me really off guard. 70% of people claimed they washed uh, their towels at least once a week, which seems pretty high. Only 8% admitted they normally go a month or more without washing their kitchen towels. Oh, wow. That's That's disgusting. A month or more? That's great. I work with a lot of chicken. Let's take a a survey here. A survey? (laughs) All right. Quick survey. I mean, we're at least once a week at the house. Oh, gosh. oh for sure. I, I, I throw mine I, in, the, in the in the laundry when I'm finished cooking whatever I'm cooking. You know my wife's history when it comes to like food and especially when it comes to chicken. She like is, is mm-hmm. sketch about everything. So I literally put like the meat, like if we're making a meatloaf, like the ground beef, the frosting, sitting there. And as soon as I move it, she wipes it with a towel and then that towel goes in the wash. Yeah. Like it's over. Yeah, we have like a... Uh, Probably ten kitchen towels because there's so many people using the kitchen at all yeah, times. Yeah, we do. That we they're do always being rotated. In constant rotation. All and right. I'm sure they're still gross. So according to our survey, we wash ours pretty often. All right, that's good. It was a pretty in-depth survey too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty in-depth. The Rizzuto Show. Hey, Donnie. Well, good morning to you, man. And good morning to you as well. Thank you. Just want to uh, thank you uh, again for helping us out on Friday. Oh, dude. First of all, these two guys are amazing. Warriors. That is Warriors. correct. Absolutely so amazing. far, everything you said is right. Yes. And then, it, again, and I've said this to you guys all the And handsome, too, by oh, Thank you, guys. Goes Thanks. without saying. Um, but whenever I can help out like that, man, I love doing it. I have it, – it's so different than what I do 10 to 2. Uh, it's always nice to, to be able to be in here. So whenever I can help out, man, please let me know. Well, disrupting your, you know, your show and – Oh, dude, it was not disrupting at all. It was awesome. Mm. Like, adding to it, I just – it, it was great, and it was great to watch the social media scrolls on Friday, too, man. And uh, one more thanks to the Team Riz members, to the Riz Show listeners, period, for, I mean, just <laughs> encouraging the fellas, honking their horns, waiting out there with the waters. It was incredible. And, you know, the Gatorades, making signs. It, it was truly one of the things that, that I know for myself, and I think I could speak for Jeff here, that kept us going. Absolutely. Uh, sure. That and the cocaine. Donnie, if yes. I were to tell you that it was every other car honking their horn, I mean, that would be an understatement. Yeah, well, I mean, when we did the, the, you know, when you guys called in to check in, there was never 15 seconds where there wasn't a horn behind there. Yeah. And yeah. that's just so neat, man. It's so neat because it's it's one thing to see and have the listeners listen every day, which is great, and we appreciate that. But when we see the listeners come out and be engaged and care, oh, absolutely oh, I'm going to so. say it. I'm going to say it. They, the listeners were the wind beneath our wings. Am I right? It's yeah. beautiful. They were the extra insert in my shoes. That's so lame. <laughs> so lame. I know. <laughs> Thanks to Captain Jim from uh, Captain Jim's Fireworks for sponsoring. I will be out there, Captain Jim's. Is it next week? Correct. Yeah. Next Wednesday. In West Alton. Next Wednesday. Blown stuff yeah. up. Yeah. Boy, that's one of my favorite events of the year. Yeah, it's fun. 
out of Captain Jim's. It's fun. And it's fun because when it's over, I get a shopping cart and I fill Me it too. With, with fireworks and <laughs> I buy too. the whole whole summer's I'll worth. take everything. I'll take one of each. You just bought the tent last time. Did everything take, in it? They just I'll closed it up? one of each. <laughs> Put it right in the truckster. All right. Donnie Fandango is next. Thank you, King Scott, for the blog and the podcast. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. I think we covered a lot of ground today, Moon. Yeah, we got crap on celebrities. We got some sparts up there. We also talked about this argument that's going on because some idiot wrote a article that you're not supposed to take your children to concerts. We kind of got into it about that and when that's appropriate and when it's not. A guy threatened to kill his neighbors because of his severe testicular pain. A hard rock cafe in St. Louis calls it quits. And a child broke a sculpture and cost Mama $132,000. That and the struggles that 90s teens endured all in the blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Donnie. It's right there. Right there for you. You know, that Uproxx article yeah. I actually got from you retweeting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I just didn't appreciate the tone, man. I, I It was uh, the smugness of it. I, and I understand, man, that, I, that there are going to be shows that I'm not going to take the kids to. But you know what, man? I don't know, and I don't mean to get too dark here, but I don't know how long I'm on this planet. And I'm going to do everything I can to do as much cool, fun stuff with my kids as humanly possible while, I'm, while the heart's still a-ticking. And if that means going to a show, well, then we're going to go and, you know, We'll deal with all the peripheral things, but I just didn't like that. I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't it like seems like a very smug attitude. Yeah, and, and also, too, the band that he was going to see is really a good one, and so then he kind of drags them a little bit down in his in his, in his his snootiness, and I did not Ooh, appreciate the National? Yes, but they're really good. Yeah, Don't say it national. like that. No, we're not saying the band like that. We're saying I know. that's how he would say the band yes, like that. Yes, very much so. I, I, I get it. The National. He's, I got into my guy, I got into guy. my Uber and he was playing the national. He's the guy that would say that would say uh, I'm going to the national tonight and you would go who and he'd go who uh, uh, the national. I would agree. <laughs> I, 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 I would I would agree with that part for sure. I do, you don't know the boxer? I, I just like, the but band. don't take it out on the band is what you're saying. That's all I'm saying because they are really good. You don't know the boxer? You obviously don't know music. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I get it. Uh, all right, events to tell you about. Tomorrow, Moon is at the QT in Weldon Springs with Mountain Dew Ice from noon to 2. That's right. We got giveaways and another $100 gift card. All right, Donnie, what do you got? I got a bunch, including a concert announcement. Can I knock this out here real quick? Do it right now. Uh, the point is... Wait, wait. Do it. All right. I thought he was going to do it. The point welcomes Beck. Oh! To the fabulous Fox Theater oh! on top of it. Oh! You better put on your nice shirt. Yeah, it's not the Fox Theater. It's a fabulous. Fabulous. Fox. September 16th. Oh! Tickets on sale Friday, June 22nd at 10 a.m. Point Club presale Thursday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at 1057thepoint.com. You better put on your nice shoes and not bring your kids. Mm-hmm. We'll have. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we can reiterate those details a little bit later. I'll tell you how you can come and hang out with me and Sir Sly on Saturday. Whoa. Our next new music showcase details on that. We'll talk sports, parks, and recreation. Me just being dumb on a Sunday. And I've Sweet. got a ton of stuff to give away. Panic at the Disco tickets, Battle at Bush, AWOL Nation. Hang out. All right. We leave you with a selection from our team, Ray. Member of the day shouting out David Grainke one more oh, yeah, day. David, unbelievable! Oh, Dude, it's such an uplifter for a Monday. This one. Yes. Mm. Oh, oh, man. Energy up, dude. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Bye. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point.